Born ready. Should probably turn the right soundboard on first. Do you know what you're doing? I, I barely remember, to be honest. Two it's weeks. been so long. Yeah. Two, two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, this is my first episode back after the European vacation, so I'm, I'll be a little rusty. That's okay. It's my first time here, so... John Stairs. You're listening to Topics Under the Stairs. As always, I'm joined by my co-host Ryan and Mark. Hello there. Hi. I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> Holy shit. Threw that, me off. You changed him. That means hello in Italian. No, I know what it means. I just didn't <laughs> expect it. <laughs> uh, we have a very special guest with us tonight. Uh, ben Hathaway is joining us. Hey guys, how's it going? Did I pronounce your last name right? Yep, you got it right. Awesome. It's very actually extra confusing because we have Ben Hathaway yeah, and Ryan Hathaway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're going to talk to Ben about driving trucks. Um, it's, you know, a pretty cool career that people have a lot of questions and assumptions and uh, are interested in. So we're going to talk about it. Should be pretty cool. Uh, before we get rolling, uh, this episode is brought to you by the Revival Motoring Network. Uh, check out revivalmotoring.com slash B for V. <laughs> Coaster police. What is happening? The now, fucking yeah. coaster police are here. That's what's happening. Guess what? He didn't have to police anybody for the last two weeks. Yeah. No? No. No. You're Not a single person. Pro- that <laughs> is the only problem. Uh, yeah. Revivalmotoring.com slash B4B. Uh, you can donate to the network there to help buy us a new table after I ruin it with all these can rings. So many rings. Um, but yeah, no, you can check out revivalmotoring.com to get info on all four shows on the network. Uh, Revival Motoring show topics under the stairs talking motorcycles and our friends at the circle jerks uh please check out the youtube channel josh is pumping out new vlog videos constantly there's a bunch of cool stuff on there uh there's that new one that's like a it's a, that that dry ice cleaning or something have you watched oh, that yeah, yet? yeah yeah oh it's pretty wild some, stuff I saw a couple minutes of that. Yeah. yeah it should be cool so definitely check that stuff out uh there's there's new stuff on there every week um lots of fun stuff in the works um First Sunday of every month, pretty much. We got the donut meet here uh, at the Revival headquarters in Providence. Lots of great merchandise on the website, too. So please check all those things out. Like and subscribe on your favorite platforms. And uh, yeah, help uh, help us keep the ship afloat here. Uh, got some callbacks. Just you. <laughs> I think just you. Anybody? No? Okay. I'm just going to let you uh, go. Callbacks? Uh, yeah. No, I don't have really, yeah. no, nothing. I get a lot. No, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm actually surprised I don't have a lot. Yeah. But. yeah. Well, you, I, first of all, thank you both so much. You guys did a fucking killer job. It was really, really good. Well, thank, thank you. you. We did the best we yeah, could. Yeah, we did yeah. the best we could. And um, we had some great guests and it was a good time. Yeah. Ryan has floated things, uh, on his own quite a few times when I haven't been around. Uh, but you know, there's only so many times you can grab Moritz and Jake and <laughs> I know, right. So it's like, it, it worked I out. Go, I go yeah. to the well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, he's like, luckily we got we got Mark on board now yeah. because the, the the Ryan and Morris wall was going to dry up eventually. It really was, but uh, but yeah, Ryan, no. Morris, you want to come in? Morris came in. That fucking guy. Every time he comes in, this guy uh, Morris comes in. He has a list 
of stuff. Yeah, no we, we could have just, just turned the mics off and left. Yeah, and you don't have to do anything. He has a list yeah. of topics to talk about. He has he's done all the research on everything he's going to he, talk he about. He stole like three of my callbacks. I'm like the son oh, of yeah. a bitch. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he does so much research beforehand. He's done more research for the last episode he was on than I've done in the last 78 yeah. episodes of the, the entire, show. The entire run of the show, yes. Yeah. So big shouts to Moritz. Thanks to him for uh, doing his thing. And big thanks to Anthony for coming on uh, in the midst of taking his vacation. Yeah. 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 And Anthony came in to do the podcast while he was house sitting for me, which was awesome. Uh, So big shouts to him. uh, The animals. Well, yeah, exactly. He's just he's just actually becoming me while I was gone. Do the podcast, watch the house, take care of the animals. Your identity. uh, (laughs) Yeah. It's like a face-off uh, situation. So big thanks to Anthony and Sarah for doing all that they do and helping us out when we were on vacation, as usual. Um, so excited to hear about their trip, too. They're coming back. I'm actually picking them up uh, this weekend. Nice. Um, so callbacks that I have to that episode with Moritz and Anthony. Uh, Moritz brought up the um, the shitty car thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And it just makes me so fucking mad every time I hear about it. So like all these, uh, the stance oh, car shows with like the, you know, just, just rat ratty, awful cars with just like peeling plastic dipped wheels and bumpers falling off. And it's like the word, I, I understand like young kids have new words that like mean different things than they meant for us and stuff, except the overuse of the word like clean. Oh yeah. That's drives me nuts. Ugh, it's dreadful, right? I think it depends on what they're referring to, isn't it? Well, like not, your car could look like shit, but your engine could be clean. Well, not only that, I think their thing is clean build. Clean, yeah, clean. Clearly it's not. Build, clean, yeah, yeah, build too. And it's like no, like people. I can't tell you how many times people have, have looked at my Mark Two and been like, "Oh man, that thing's super clean." It's like this car is it's cool. Really this car is <laughs> rad. This car can be rad as fuck, yeah. but it is not clean. I got that a lot too with my green car, which yeah. had literal fucking holes in it. Exactly. Like I threw it together for as cheap as I could and it had holes in the fenders and people were like, oh, that thing's so clean. It's like, no, it's four colors. Dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my God. That shit goes so, up my so ass when people do so that. So your blue car is not considered clean. Not to me. Like, it's, a good, it's a good driver. So example. as like, yeah. I'm not a, like a car guy. Like, like I, I don't like, have the passion. Like look at like Kyle's car. For yeah, instance, yeah. Like fresh paint. Yeah. You know, like fresh paint all dialed in nice, nice. Like my car, like there's dents and scratches all over it. Like yeah. it's just a cool car, you know, like mm. it's got, you know, suspension and wheels and engine swap. It's well, cool. I, I consider that a clean car. I, uh, I think it's the vernacular it's, because I, you come I, back to like clean. Like, I think the problem is I'm, I'm not involved enough. Yeah. That's and, fair. And, like, you know what I, I mean? can look at a build Get like, involved. like John's build. Like, it's awesome. I'm working on it. <laughs> Motor swap. It's awesome. It's not clean though. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like a, a shaved engine know? bay, a new paint. And right. I don't, I hate cleaning cars. It's no less cool. I don't even clean it. It can't <laughs> yeah. be clean. Never I don't even it. fucking wash it. <laughs> it's like, it's, okay. but yeah, but stuff like that. So anyway, my whole point was like Moritz was saying that the way that people are accepting this trash and it's like, I don't, I don't feel like people should run around and like talk shit about other people's cars. It's not that it's the point back, you know, when, most of us start the people sitting running around their cars, like Ben and and Ryan and I. When we started like getting into stuff, it's like it was like the forums and not the Facebook groups. And it's like if you did something dumb, like people would call you on and be like, "That's fucking stupid," or like, "That's a piece of shit. Don't buy that." Yeah. And now it's like, oh no, you have to fucking tiptoe around everybody and Just be nice about it. Builds, man. Yeah, yeah. It, that's so. That was the whole thing. 
my I in my notes here I wrote respect all I wrote builds. yeah respect all enthusiasts I wrote disrespect most enthusiasts <laughs> I don't think you got to go that far either because you don't know what level they're at like if, yeah let's I say think we some, talked about this too let's just say it's let's, so easy to just say nothing let's yeah. just move yeah, along like it's not your generally yeah, not your sure. circus not your monkeys like just fucking move along you know well, what do you mean like you don't have to. Like suppose I pull up in a don't the donut meet this weekend with what who knows what I might have right so I can walk by your car and look at it and, and say oh, nothing. Okay. I don't have to be an asshole and that's say that's a piece as of a, shit as a spectator pretend to be a as yeah. a spectator yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly. that makes sense yep. sure my, my whole thing though is like when people ask a question and it's like like on all the the the, the Facebook groups and stuff somebody will ask a question and you'll answer them and like what they're asking is something completely wrong that they shouldn't be doing and it's like. No, that's awful. Don't do that. And here's why. And people are like, oh, you're just being a dick. Like, respect all builds. Like, well, it's his car. Let about. him do whatever you want. I, I yeah. think there's a way to educate them that what they did is Or maybe up. we did that and we know it doesn't work. So maybe yeah. we shouldn't do that. I don't you know. know. But the whole point that I was getting at was like, when you could roast people a little more, like, it kind of made better cars. It absolutely does. It holds people to a higher standard. Exactly. Holds people to a higher standard and it weeds out the weak. It's like, you can't fucking take the heat, get out of the kitchen, buddy. But that's the thing. Well, like, that's you can, you can do whatever yeah. you want, but don't present it as something more than it is. Yes. I think that's really where it lies. Like, oh, however yeah. you show up with whatever car you have, like, that's cool. Like, I'm not going to bust yeah. balls for anything because we've all been there. We've all had shitty cars. We've all yeah. had great cars. Some of us have And had it's like cars. if somebody's doing like just some attention grabbing, like kitschy bullshit. But if you're standing there waiting for the accolades, yeah. like mm, maybe not. Exactly. So, yeah. So that was my point was, uh, yeah, no, don't respect all enthusiasts. Like ignore most enthusiasts. You can Fuck. respect their right to build a car, but you don't have to respect what they did. Yeah, exactly. Mm, and like they yeah. can respect my right to not call it a build because mm-hmm. that word is so fucking disgustingly overused. One of the most overused Bags and words. Wheels. Yeah, exactly. If that, it's like, it's more and like, it looks fine, but it's not. A yeah. Bill. It's like it's max bill. speed eBay coilovers <laughs> and wheels with, with fake decorative rivets. It's like, it's give me a of, break. You brought a lot of hate home. I'm going to tell yeah. you. Uh, it's, it was always there. Don't Holy worry. shit. Well, he went to the, the homeland, saw all the pure cars. And I was just yeah. mad. I'll tell you, I'm not getting a car now. <laughs> so, um, a car, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. But no, so that was more. It's, I appreciate yeah. bringing that up because yeah. I totally agree. Uh, secondly, you guys are talking about the small planes. Yeah, fuck so them. I have a really oh, weird story man. about those. So, so for work, um, I work in like fleet and logistics, and I had a situation where I needed to go get a car from a very remote area in New York, practically Canada, New York, like way up north. And uh, I'm just like looking at flights. I'm like, eh, it's kind of far to like you know have somebody give me a ride. I'll just fly there and take an Uber to this thing. And it's uh, the, the airport is Saranac Lake. And I'm like, never heard of it. Whatever. I'm like, oh, cool. JetBlue flies there. No. I feel like that's a. <laughs> My company oh. actually ships there all the time. Oh, really? I, say, yeah. I feel like that's a brand of something, isn't it? Saranac? It might be, yeah. Like seltzer or food or something along the lines. It could be. Lines. I, it did sound familiar. It like familiar it, yeah. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Saranac Lake, JetBlue flies there. Cool. Sign up. Get to the airport. And uh, I'm like looking at my thing, the terminal. I'm like, oh, that's weird. JetBlue operated by Cape Air. <laughs> Cape huh. Air. And like, I knew that, yeah, and I knew that was like a small thing, but it was out of Boston still. So I'm like, all right, maybe whatever. So I'm like, it'd probably be a smaller plane. So I get there, I get it to the desk, and that, like, oh yeah, you know, gate A three, whatever. So I get there, and they're like, all right, you're all set. And I'm like, there's nobody around me. There's me and one lady. And they're like, all right, we're just gonna walk you down to the tarmac. And I'm like, 
what? Like Logan doesn't do like the staircases. So I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You're going to walk me down to the tarmac. So we're getting escorted down on like the, the runway just outside. And they walk us over to this plane. That's like the size of this table basically. And, uh, they're like, Oh, uh, they're like, they're like, Oh, we just need to take your bag. And I'm like, Oh no, this is my carry on. And they're like, yeah, no, everything goes in the trunk. You know, they called it. Oh, like, oh, Any the, plane that has a oh, truck is a plane I do not want to be on. So they opened like. <laughs> That's a part that cars have. Yeah. They, <laughs> they opened this like little tin hatch on the nose of the plane and put everybody's backpacks in it. I knew I was in trouble at that point. Does then, it make that nose the, heavy when you go down? Oh, guess what? <laughs> That's the wrong word entirely. That's a frunk. Yeah, exactly. It was yeah. in the frunk. Uh, exactly. Yeah. It was in the frunk of the plane. That's what the fancy cars have. <laughs> so, um, so then I looked down and there's a scale. Next to the door to the plane. Oh, good. Oh, she can't lie. So they weigh everybody. <laughs> and they, I stepped on the scale. Do they announce it? <laughs> yes. I had a big breakfast. They, sorry. Well, like, they, they didn't announce it, but they looked down and they're like, you're going on the left side of the plane. <laughs> and then I looked to my right and there's another guy with a big beer belly on the right. <laughs> so he was even out the plane. But yeah. Uh, so and then uh, so we get in the plane. There's me, a guy and a woman behind me. And uh, there was only two other empty seats. I think the plane held six people maybe or something. Then there's two pilots. So I see there's like an older gentleman that walked us out to the tarmac and a younger girl. And I'm thinking like the younger girls, like the assistant or flight attendant or something like flight attendant. You can't even stand in this fucking thing. It's not like they're going to have a drink service on it. And uh, they do. They just fire the beers back from the yeah. cooler. Yeah. So Here you go. we get in the plane and there's two uh, women that are in their mid twenties, probably they are the two pilots and uh, like very young, like very, very young. And, uh, almost too young, too young to, for my life to be in their hands in my mind, you know, and, uh, nothing to do with it being women at all. If it was two 20 year old guys, I would be like, fuck this. Just, I don't want to yeah, be in this that'd plane. Be even worse. I think, let me, they're they're like, they, hey guys, you ever want to do a barrel roll and to <laughs> dial this back even further. If it was two 60 year old guys, I don't want to be in this plane. This plane is sketchy as hell and it's propellers on, uh, on the wings and shit. I'm like, this is all bad. I hate every second of this. And I'm like, I'm already here. I'm doing this. Oh my God. Let me tell you, every second of that flight was hell. How long was the flight? Uh, like an hour and a half. That's too long. And uh, this plane, <laughs> every little gust of wind, it's like <laughs> up and down, up and down, up and down. The things just swaying all over the place. Ugh, it was awful. Absolutely awful. So your pilots are two women? Yeah. I'd feel more safe. Yeah, I would too. I feel like they would. Re- they care about what they're doing more than no. Then they did. They did a great job. There's four but of us in it this was, room right it, now. It wasn't the fact. Right, so any of us ready to fly a plane? Yeah, yeah. more than the. It was like, the age. Do we have any women? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it wasn't the fact that it was two women. It was the age that got me. Like they were like early twenties, early early twenties, maybe, maybe fresh. Yeah, like fresh. It's nope. like license. Yeah. I, I was John, not pleased. John's looking for like a Top Gun pilot. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, that's seen some shit. Yeah. And I'm just watching this propeller spin out the window. And I'm like, what happens if that thing just stops spinning? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, that. I'm just gonna, this is how I die. And I'm like, so, I'm going to die to go fucking get an explorer <laughs> from some guy's house. That's how I'm going to die. Sink it in oh, the is he going on some grand money. vacation to a remote island? Nope. nope. He's going to pick up a 2014 Ford Explorer from some guy's house. That's how he died. Just keep it. Yeah. So anyway, I'm never flying on one of those uh, Cape airplanes again. 
So if you go to the airport again, you don't know. Are you just going to walk gonna out? Turn around. Turn around. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably just like take a cab or something instead. It was that bad. Um, so that sucked. Uh, oh, and then you were talking about the HOV lane. Fucking piece of Fuck shit that lane. place. So Craig was driving us to the airport and he was like, should I take the HOV lane? And uh, we were like, like it's moving okay right now. And how, how sucky would it be if there was an accident in there? Oh, it's the worst. That's my whole thing. I've exactly. stuck in the HOV lane before. Oh, forget so, it. So we have real life experience yes, in the HOV it's lane not, here. What? Yeah. And then about five miles up, there's an accident yeah. in it. Oh, yeah. And we yeah. passed it. That's right. So luckily we didn't go in there. So that sucked uh, for the people in there. Yeah, I got uh, I was an Uber driver for a couple of years. You've done it all. I've I've been all over the place. <laughs> better for us. So yeah, I got stuck in the HOV lane with a passenger once. Uh, they were pissed like it was my fault. Yeah, yeah. You like caused the traffic. Like yeah, I, I'm in here to try to get to you, get your destination faster. Yeah. Like ugh, people like, are the this worst. This is my third commute into the city of the day. Yeah, yeah. please have some patience. Ugh, that's the worst. I, I, that's my fear every time. I was like, why did it take? Take HOV. I said, trust me, I'm not going to spend oh, more yeah. time with because you. even <laughs> if it's like you dead stop on the highway, I can easily be like, okay, I can get off here. Um, I know where to, I have a good idea. You can run like I can, I'm okay. Right. You can go up the side. You can go, yeah, you you can uh, work your way around. There's other options when you're in the HOV lane. There's no options. No options. Yeah. Committed. So uh, lastly, you were talking about helping a friend get furniture in the house, like big furniture that might not fit. Eric, right? The couch. Oh, yeah. yeah. Eric, right. It was yeah. Eric. Yeah. He was pissed. He, he fucking mouthed off to his delivery guys and everything. He was pissed at him. Oh, that's funny. And, and then it didn't fit. And it didn't fit. So I bought a, we bought a king bed maybe six months ago. And uh, you know my stairwell. It's not big. It's, it's cute. We'll call it cute. Yeah. It's yeah. adorable. Yeah. 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 And um, the guys get there and they are bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even take anything out of the truck yet. And they're just like, they're just swearing in a different language. I didn't know. what. Uh, they and they're talking to each other in a different language. I'm like, I know they're like, fuck this guy, fuck this house and fuck this bed. And, uh, so they get, um, the frame up there. It was like a motorized frame that goes up in pieces. So they got that done. Then, uh, it was a, I'm sorry, the frame is motorized. Yeah. It has the, the, it was one of those. Oh, like a craftmatic. Yeah. It, it was like, he's on, he's already, he's how old are you, John? Yeah, just gonna, uh, he's, uh, he just, he's like, he's canceling out ever going to a home. Yeah. <laughs> he's making his he's home. Gonna, he's gonna, ready. Yeah. 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 He's like, this is here. the destination. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere where they're going to feed me liquid. I paid for this house. I die in this house. Yeah. So it was a deal. I was like, if you buy this particular mattress, you got the motorized frame for free. Um, Craig calling. Craig knows what I'm doing right now. Yeah, he's. I'm telling. Oh. He's got this thing with coming on the show lately. He knows what he's doing right now. Yeah. For a year and a half, every time we had no guests, he's like, "Let me go see Craig." Craig couldn't come. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, you show yeah, up. Seriously. He wants to be here every week. Jesus Christ. So, anyway, they get they they go to bring the. Uh, there's no box spring, luckily, because that with that style frame, there's no box spring. Yeah, but that's split usually because I have a king and that one. Yeah, upstairs. it would have been easy. It was like two twins going up the bed. You know. So they go in to bring the mattress up and. uh it got very stuck, like very, very, very stuck. The mattress? Yeah. It was, and it was like folded in half. I was going to say, I'm like. <laughs> and uh, the guys were, they were so mad. They're like, listen, if it was any other delivery crew, they would have put it right back in the truck and said that it didn't fit. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, all right, well, I really appreciate you trying. And I'm like, but you're this far. 
and you're about three quarters of the way up the stairs. Right. So you're almost there. You're going to get it done. Like you're not going to go back out now right. and then carry all the other stuff back downstairs. So they got it done. Um, they tore like two pieces of baseboard off the wall in the process. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, you know, and he was like, Oh, are you going to like, that's, that's that? always the, that's where the pause is. Yeah. We, we're, we can get it in, but we're going to break stuff damages. Yeah. yeah. So, well, that's, yeah, that's what I told him. I was like, I was like, I'm not going to call your boss or anything. I'm not going to ask anybody to fix this. I'm not asking for money off. Like I will fix it. Just get the damn bed in the room. And he did it. So that was cool of them. All right. Pulls out a hammer and a sawzall. Here yeah, we go. Exactly. And then uh, last one, A5 Wagyu. What? Oh, yeah. What? The steak. Remember Arby's, the beef? So um, my old boss, when I worked at the dealership, if we had a good month, he'd the bring- Jetta lease payment steak. Yes. If we had a good month, they called it the Jetta lease payment steak. And we'd go to Moo in Boston and get the A5 Wagyu steak. And it was 180 bucks just for this, like five slices of steak. We talked about this with Morris. Or no, last week. last week. I remember bringing up Arby's because Arby's, so, Arby's is the roast beef. We've got no, beef, I know that, right? But then they went with steak. They they're making a burger, but they're calling it a wagyu burger. Oh. I'm like Japanese beef. You're not trucking in Japanese right. cows. No. Yeah, Fuck right. Off. You're right. You're right. Okay, I Fucking remember. Arby's. I remember that. I remember yeah, and like that. there's all different <laughs> grades of A5 right, right. or yeah. of wagyu. Like A5 is like the top top one, and it's like the 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 chef was telling us uh, or the waiter or something. He was like. Oh yeah, for like most of the cow's life, they suspend them off the ground so they don't have to put weight on their feet because it makes their muscles tense up and then the meat is more tender. Did you look that up after? No. Okay. You just knew that. Why is I I, I don't well, carry I mean, the weight. How do you why would that man lie? I, it's true. Why would you make that up? Bizarre. It's very I'm I'm very bizarre. Well, it's like to get veal, like they put the calves in the in the pens and they don't let them move. Yeah. Same reason. Yeah, so their muscles don't tense up yeah. and yeah. So it doesn't make them too tough, but I don't know if it's true or not. And I don't really care. The steak was delicious. And, uh, that's all I know. Oh, so yeah, I looked up quick. So Saranac, New York is known for their ice castle. Mm. Well, I'll tell you one thing, their airport. It's pretty rad. They just, they make, they build this this castle out of ice. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Their airport looks like one of the display sheds in the Home Depot parking lot. (laughs) Oh, oh, and it's uh, just a guy with a flashlight yeah, and, Come the, on in. and the the baggage thing, like where they, where they go through security yeah. is literally rollers. It's not a conveyor belt. It's like a metal table with it's rollers on it. wheels. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just roll them down. Yeah, yeah. And there's one TSA agent and one airport attendee for the whole place. Dude, I said that if I ever wanted to be a TSA agent, I go to Provincetown a bunch and we do the airport, secu- uh, airport. Inspection. Oh yeah. That's the job. Those people are sitting in a chair with their feet up reading a magazine for eight and a half hours a day. Like that's all they do. It's and like, then one like Cape air flight comes in and that's like it. one plane. <laughs> they do like a puddle jumper from um, P town to Boston. Yep. That's Cape air. I think most of the time yeah. it's closed. So I go there and there's like not even anything going on. There's TSA just hanging out. <laughs> what a crazy seriously that is though. I, I, you want to get JFK yeah. or Provincetown? I pick Provincetown. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was all my callbacks to what happened while I was away. Uh, do you want a quick trip recap before we get rolling here? Please. Uh, we would love it because we saw so many pictures, Lots of so things. many different destinations every day. So much food. So so much food. The abridged version. We were gone for two weeks. We flew into Rome. We spent a day in Rome, took a train to Florence. Their trains are sick. I mean, you always hear about the trains in Europe. We took like the Italia train, which is basically equivalent to like an Amtrak here. Um, it was like 60 euros round trip which is basically like 60 bucks right now with a conversion. Uh, there's a screen in, in the train. You know how they say like the, a sell a fast train? Well, this train, 
I'm like, man, this thing's going cl- clipping pretty good and it feels really smooth. And then it says like, oh, the train's traveling 243 kilometers uh, wow. an hour, which is really it's fast. Like 130. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it, and it's significantly faster than any Amtrak train ever goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was doing that the entire time, like no slowing down. Like Amtrak, it's like, all right, we go hundred miles an hour for like 20 minutes. And then you go through a neighborhood and you get to slow down and then you go fast again. This was like full on the whole time. It was nuts. Uh, so we're blowing through the Italian countryside. Oh yeah. 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 So we got to Florence in like an hour from Rome. Wow. Uh, Florence was sweet. Food was amazing. I got pasta that was cooked in a flaming wheel of cheese. I saw that it was like table side. It was like table side guac, but it was a table side wheel of cheese. That they, cheese. they lit it on fire. Uh, it was a hard wheel of cheese and yeah. they lit it on fire and melted it. And then they it put like soft wheel of cheese. Yes. Yeah. And then they put like fettuccine <laughs> on it and like ground truffle into it. Um, so that was sick. Sounds terrible. Yeah. Uh, that was a great time. Uh, was I drank it? a lot of these, uh, the Aperol spritz. It was a popular drink there. It's just like soda water and Aperol. What's oh, Aperol? Aperol? Some like fruity liquor. Aperol? What is that? Yeah. Just fruity liquor? Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty good. It was like a, I don't know. It's like a fruity seltzer thing. Uh, then we went to the retreat, which was like in the Tuscany Umbria line area. Uh, it was like in a town next to Lake Tresamino. Uh, it was on a uh, vineyard. So woke up to like, you know, grapevines and a big vineyard every day. Uh, that was like catered meals every day, yoga in the morning. Uh, Cassie did an awesome job teaching and, and hosting the retreat that was everybody. Yeah. So uh, this was all her thing, right? The, like she pretty much put the wheels in motion. And yeah. So basically she had this yoga for retreat her. booked that's for good, two years. That's, that's a big thing. Yeah. And it Especially kept getting, traveling. Like most retreats, you know, are just like a day trip or something. And yeah, two fucking weeks in Italy. Well, that's it, a big thing. Well, that, that the, we made it that. So the retreat itself was a week at this place. Uh, and it, she had been trying to book it for two years. It just kept getting postponed. Sure. And, um, it ended up being like 10 people signed up for it. And when you sign up, it's, uh, they have this thing in Italy. That's really cool. It's kind of like a bed and breakfast, but they call it agri turismo. And it's, it has to be a farm that still produces a product, whether it be no real specifics, like you could sell vegetables, you could make milk. In this case, this, the two that were involved in this organization is one that does olive oil and the winery. So we stayed, uh, at the property that does the wine and uh, they have apartments there. So you you stay there. They provide you breakfast and dinner usually. But like, you know, you're going to wake up the tractors. Like it's like an operating farm. Um, and it was a way Italy uh, wanted to bring income to farmers because like the way the world is now, just like here, strictly farming and that's it really isn't a sustainable career for you to do full time. So that allowed the farmers to keep farming and not have to get other jobs and they just bring tourists in to stay on their property while they're doing it. Um, cause a lot of them had like outbuildings and stuff. So they just converted them to apartments and cool. it's pretty cool. So we stayed there for a week, uh, yoga every day, great meals. And they brought us on some town tours. So we saw Cortona, which was where, uh, under the Tuscan sun was filmed. That was like a pretty famous oh, movie yeah. that yeah, was yeah. filmed there. Yep. Uh, we went to Cor- Cortona, Pienza, Spello. Um, in Montepulciano, which is like a famous wine town. Uh, we went on a crazy winery tour. Uh, they built like an underground wine cellar under the store and it ended up being under like two city blocks. The store was like the size of this room. And then their cellar was like under the whole block. And, uh, while they were making the cellar, they found, um, a year six BC, a Truscan tomb that was connected to where they were building. So they left that. 
but you can go down there and like see it, which is pretty crazy being, it was like 150 feet. The mummy taught us nothing. You never open the tomb. Yeah, exactly. Well, it was 150 feet underground. Okay. You know, built in the year six BC and we're walking on the original stairs from then. It's wild over there. Like, to think about the like in America, like four hundred years is the best you got. Yeah, like yeah. we got some old for stuff construction. Like in the Northeast here. And sure. Like, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, and like, totally exactly. The next, yeah, in four hundred years is it? After that, it's like <laughs> try again. This is ten thousand yeah. years old. Yeah. yeah. So it was the history was was crazy. Like seeing the Colosseum in person. Like I'm not like a huge history buff. But like seeing the Coliseum in person was really That's cool. That's going to set you back a little bit. Like yeah. you stand there, you're like, it was like, I can't believe I'm whoa. staring at this right now. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's really wild. And that's how that tomb thing was too. It's like the year six BC. Yeah. Like, fucking crazy. It's, it's nuts. Like just being able to walk down those stairs. We're like, I'm underneath. Did you take pictures of the stairs? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty what kind cool. What shape were they in? Pretty shitty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like still okay. Is it a China where they're worn yeah. out? The concrete still, still the okay to walk on. Uh, yeah. Dangerous, like you could trip easily. Yeah, I'm pretty clumsy, but yeah, no, it was a lot of OSHA, okay OSHA stuff back in six BC. Yeah, yeah, I'll post a picture of that. Um, but yeah, so after that, so basically, the the retreat scheduled part was a week in Tuscany. We did the Rome thing with uh, Jess, that was on the show. Actually, yep, we did Rome in Florence with her and her mom on our own, separate from the retreat, and then we went to the retreat, and then after the retreat. We flew to Barcelona, Spain to meet our other friends, Andy and Anders, who happened to be in Europe for a wedding. So they met us in Barcelona and we were there for three days. That's a really cool city. Um, seeing Spain was awesome. It was kind of like one of those things like, well, we're here. Like, let's just stay another week and see a bunch of shit. Uh, so basically in Italy, the food was the best there out of everywhere. Uh, Spain was cool because I like seafood and Barcelona is like a coastal town. So we got like right. a lot of cool rice and seafood dishes. Uh, and then lastly, we went to Portugal, southern coast of Portugal, uh, Portimao, um, big beach town. I mean, it was kind of like the relax at the end of the trip. And uh, Cassie and I got engaged. Say what happened there? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say he, he threw out lastly. I'm like, really? Just lastly? Is that what we're playing? Uh, yeah, no. So uh, end of the trip, I didn't I want have to. to uh, like woohoo music or something. So, no, thank you very much. I didn't want to take away from the retreat. That was the big thing is I didn't want to like distract her work thing. And like, this is her whole trip. Cause she purpose. was completely unaware. Yeah. She had no idea. Um, and I just didn't want to take away from her yoga retreat at all. And <laughs> we were joking earlier in the parking lot. It's like, what if she said no? And I'm like, wow, another week or two would have been really awkward if she said yeah. no. That's a, that's an end of the trip. <laughs> question. Yeah. But no, she said, yes, she was very excited. That's and awesome. uh, yeah, it was a very, very exciting time. It was a beautiful so, place. Did you get down on like one knee? And yeah, yeah, whole, I did, the, did whole the whole thing. thing. Wow. So Good for you. Um, Congrats, buddy. I didn't have like, I knew I was going to do it in Portugal, but I didn't have a place in mind. So I had to scope it out when we got there. So we were walking around the beach and this area is known for these sea caves. Um, the picture you said was pretty rad. Yeah. Was, the, the caves were crazy. And John got there and says, I have to go <laughs> and look at things without you. No, so, so we went together and, uh, and I found this spot on the beach. I was like, wow, this place is cool. I don't think it'll be too, too busy. Uh, it's kind of like Florida. Like when you're in Florida don't and like, just don't, no, 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 don't ever say no, 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 like Florida. Let, let anyway. The weather I'm going to go uh, back. So as far as like locals are concerned, like, you know, you or I would fly down to Florida and be like, Oh, going to the beach in March. And people that live in Florida, are like you're fucking crazy. They were in North faces when it's 60 out. Right. right, right. This is, that's kind of how, that's kind of how Portugal was too. Like, 
like the locals are like, it's cold. We're not going in the water for us. It was like 85 and yeah, the water's a little chilly. Oh my God. And I'm like, yeah, we're going swimming. You know, like that's how it, it so the long story short, what I'm getting at is the beach wasn't mobbed. Yeah. It was, it was not that busy because yeah. it's off season. Technically it was a little early to feel like beach season. Um, so what I didn't factor in was the sea cave is on, on the edge of the ocean and the tide came in. <laughs> no. So my whole shtick was, Oh babe, we should like go down to that beach again at sunset. I bet it will be really pretty. We'll go there and then we'll go to dinner afterwards. And she's like, Oh yeah, whatever. And, uh, I had to bring my bag cause the ring was in it and I wear tight pants so that you would see it in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh, are you sure you want to carry a bag? I can just carry my backpack. And I'm like, Nope, I'm taking my bag. <laughs> I do you want me to put anything in here. Like I'll put your sweatshirt in or whatever. So we get down there the water's coming in. I'm like, all right, we got to go. Come on. The, there was a spot we had to walk around like a cliff and the tide was coming in and the water was like six, seven. I'm like, all right, take your shoes off. We're getting to the other side of the beach. Come on. We're going, we're going. And uh, we got over there luckily in time before the water came up, but the water was crashing in the cave when we went in there and then I did it in there. Uh, and it was cool. Uh, uh, two pigeons flew out when I did it. And she was like, are those paid actors? <laughs> That's no, they were shot out of cannons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, apparently a lot of pigeons build nests in these caves. Well, that's um, awesome, man. Congratulations to you both. Very Thank you. For you. Yeah. So it worked out pretty good. Uh, of course, is the wedding open bar? Just question. <laughs> I'm sure it will be. Yeah. And, uh, it better be. And her, her birthday is actually, well, when you're listening to this, her birthday was Friday. So happy birthday. Oh, happy Cassie. Birthday. Um, people are like, Oh, what are you guys doing for a birthday? And I'm like, I don't know. I proposed to her on a beach in Portugal. Yeah. Like anything I, I do is going to be like lackluster at best. To Arby's <laughs> to try that Wagyu burger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, so happy birthday to Cassie. And I'm very excited that she can be, uh, my fiance now. That's right. So thanks to everybody that said congratulations. And it was a great trip. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. So that's the story. And uh, we can revisit more of that later when we don't have a guest yeah. if we need to. Uh, but I guess let's just roll right into it. Dive like, into it. Like I yeah. said, we have Ben with us today. Ben recently started driving trucks. Um, before that, he was driving forklifts, driving Ubers. You were doing all sorts of stuff, doing landscaping. So you bounced around a lot. And now this uh, is where you landed. Is uh, How long did you know you wanted to like get a CDL and actually be behind the wheel of a big truck? So driving trucks, something I thought about off and on for a lot of years, you know, growing up, I was into anything with wheels, you know, I'd sit in the window and watch shit drive by all day. That was, and if people don't know, that's how we know each other. Yeah, You're a car guy. We have a lot of mutual friends who Volkswagens and stuff. Yep. Um, so it was something I thought about off and on for a lot of years. And like you said, I was bouncing around doing a lot of different stuff and, you know, I was thought about driving actually at the slow season in the warehouse that I worked at with. Uh, friend. Yep. I started watching to pass the time and watched semi truck drag racing. Oh, wow. Um, wow. And I was like, this shit's cool. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. The loaded drags are awesome because they have a full trailer. Yeah. They have so much torque that yeah, the front wheel comes right off yeah, the ground. The front yeah, wheel yeah. comes two feet off the ground, and that's awesome. That's sweet. So I started looking into that, and then a you know, driving truck kind of popped into my head again. Yeah. And I realized, you know, I'm not old, but I'm not getting any younger either. Yeah. If you're going to do it. Yeah. And, you know, my, at the time, girlfriend was now my wife. Yep. Uh, she's like, you know what? Why don't you give it a shot? Yeah. And so I looked into it, you know, found a couple of different schools, uh, picked one that was close. I picked it one. It was close. B they 
you know, we're upfront about pricing and stuff like that. A lot of the places were like, call us today. Yeah. And that, that doesn't sit well with me. So February, yeah, it's like, what's the price? How long is it going to take? Ex- and that's what I wanted to know. And also yeah. I had to work full time. I couldn't take time off during the week to yeah. go to class. So I needed a weekend class and this school had it. Yep. So in February or March of 2021, I went in and I signed up, put a deposit down and that was that. Nice. Waited a few months. I don't think my classes started until like mid July, mid late July. And just started going to school every weekend while working full time. Damn. That must've been a lot. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Uh, Especially in the summer. That is summer. I'd missed a whole, you know, car sheet, car show season starting up again. Yeah. Just missed the whole season. Yep. But you know, it was worth it. Yeah. No, for a career, that's definitely, you know, priority. Uh, so have you always been like comfortable driving larger vehicles? Like some people aren't into that anyway, or was that kind of like a first for you when you went to the class? I had never driven anything remotely that size before. Yeah. Um, but working on cars and working in shops, you know, you got to hop in anything from a little Honda Civic to an F three fifty, and you know a little bit bigger than that. So yeah, the varied vehicles didn't freak me out that much. But a truck, a semi truck, is way way different. Even driving with a trailer is weird. Like I, I've only driven with a trailer a handful of times. So getting used to that on a standard civilian vehicle is one thing. Then you go to a you know a big yeah. rig truck like that. That's got to be so weird to get used to. Yeah, and I only had a couple occasions of on a trailer with a pickup truck before and a pintle hitch versus a fifth wheel. Oh yeah. They behave super, super differently. So that's even, that's a learning curve in itself. Even if you know, even if you know towing exactly. Ugh. Yeah. And then, and then on top of it, you're learning a lot of the, uh, semi trucks. It's the, all the, the crazy gearing, right? Yep. Uh, I learned on a 10 speed. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's gotta be strange. Now, does that have like the high and the low or is it just straight 10 oh, all the way through? It's reverses where first is and then first is below that and second, third, fourth, fifth. Yep. And that's the low for 10 speeds. Yep. And you have a little switch on the front of the shifter. Once you go one through five, yep. flip that up. Yeah. Once you pull it out of fifth gear, it's going to automatically go into high range uh, back to where first gear is. That's now sixth gear, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. Wow. That's got to be confusing as hell. <laughs> Not as much as you'd think. No. There it becomes are, kind of intuitive. When you're a first unit, there's one or two times you might leave the switch up by accident and yeah. Take off in sixth gear by accident, which it'll move in sixth gear. Yeah. It's not like it's going to stall. Yeah, especially yeah. if it's empty. Yeah. And I learned on empty trucks, they're not going to yeah. you know, fill a truck and make kids drive, not kids, but people who don't know how to drive yeah. truck around. So yeah, it'll take off in sixth gear. Yeah, we got 80,000 pounds of dead weight just yeah, rolling exactly. through. Yeah. <laughs> Did you feel pretty comfortable? Like when you were done with the, with the classes, like were you like ready to just go or was it still like a little kind of scary? Like, Oh, I don't know what kind of truck so, they're going to put me in. And, my, the school I went to, it was a short program Yep. and their whole thing was, we don't teach you how to drive. We teach you how to pass a license test, okay. which they told you, they were upfront about that. They were honest yeah. and they told you, we don't teach you how to drive. We teach you how to pass a license test. It's up to you. Once you get a job, you're going to learn how to drive. Yep. So I can imagine the, it's more about the rules and, and some, and that stuff more than actually driving the vehicle. Correct. Like you. You can either drive or you can't drive. Well, yeah, yeah, because a CDL covers, there's there's a box truck and trailer that could be over 26,000 pounds that requires right. a CDL. Right. Even yeah. you see hot shots driving around the F-550s with wedge trailers. Yeah. That's a class A truck. Yeah. Once it's loaded up, it's over 26,000 pounds for sure. And that's a class A truck. Yep. Yep. People don't realize that. There's so, uh, it's, people have such convoluted understanding of yeah. all those laws with the yeah. truck weights and stuff like you see people don't know the a, difference between curb weight and GVWR motorhome right. and a 40 foot trailer behind it. Yeah. No license required. We're good here. Good to yeah. Go. 
Yeah. Uh, one of the guys I was in class with actually was in there because he got pulled. He had a construction company and he got pulled over pulling. I don't know what some lull or something like that. Yeah. A lull or even like a bobcat on a trailer. Got, like those things get crazy heavy. He got pulled over pulling. I th- I'm pretty sure it was a lull. Yeah. He obviously was overweight and he got fined. Yeah. Crazy and had to go get a CDL so he could pull his own equipment. Yeah. Yeah. People don't realize that. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. My truck's only, you know, 14,000 pounds. And it's like, yeah, well that trailer is, is another has, 12. Yeah. yeah. The trailer and the Bobcat or whatever. Now that's put you over. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like finding out if the trailer can physically hold the weight of what's on it and then figuring out if the truck can pull the weight of what that trailer is. And then you add it all up and then you're over. Yeah. It's it kind of wild. Cause yeah. like I had to go for my DOT like medical certificate because I drove a 24 foot street truck for work. Yeah. And it had a 25, nine 99 yeah, it's, Cap. it's yeah. one pound below. It's right. Yeah, twenty five nine ninety nine. One pound. Below. Yeah, yeah. Technically, my could blood be. pressure checked. Yeah. If I if yeah. I put one pound on the truck, I have to have a twenty five thousand dollars CDL. Like it, yeah. it makes no diff- no sense. It's crazy. Yeah. No, it is weird how that all works. It's a, we have some trucks that work like that too that are strange. And we have you know then you have two trucks that are identical and like the door sticker on one is like you know ninety five hundred pounds and then the other one's. Eleven five. It's like what the fuck. This is the same damn truck. Well, that's what you used to see. Like people would get those stickers made and say "not for hire." Yeah, and they're yes. like, "I'm good. I'm good oh, to yeah. go. Don't need a DOT number anymore because I'm not for hire." Exactly. Yeah. Well, it still weighs over ten thousand right. pounds. So. Yeah. Yep. That's the other thing. Like, uh, I was like, "That was well played," but I don't think that's how that works. And the state was cracking down on people with uh, like personal vehicles that were like three fifties and stuff because those trucks come in at eleven five off the lot oh, on wow. a on a three fifty. Yeah. That's why so. That's why now you but see the so with many two fifties. They don't tell you that when you buy the truck. No, exactly, exactly. They're like, no, you're good. Just, just give us the money and you can go. They don't say, oh, by the way, you have yeah. to pay for your well, they were registration every year. It's this much more. Before, so yeah. yeah, and then it's like, all right, now your inspections are 130 bucks instead of 35 exactly. bucks. You, you have, have to carry chalk blocks years. in the truck. Yep. Yeah, fire extinguisher. Yep. And then it's like, you know, I I know a couple of people that have regular plates on. 350 still because they transferred them from a previous vehicle. The registry won't even do that because I tried it. I had a 150 bought a 350. They wouldn't transfer the plates. So they made you get a commercial plate. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass. Regardless of what you were using it for. Doesn't matter. No shit. It was a dually two wheels over 10,000 pounds. Need a commercial. Oh, okay. Registration. Yep. Yep. That's crazy. But yeah. And how do these people get away with it with RVs? You know, that's what I'm saying. You got a bus. It's a recreational that's, plate. Yeah, that's one of the life's great mysteries. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. It really is. Actually, because my, my uh, in-laws just bought an RV and my father-in-law was a truck driver. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, he actually, he, he at least knows how to handle that thing. He's got, you're right. He's got a, he's got a 250. Right, you're, you're grabbing some and guy. I think like, his <laughs> fucking cam is like 30 feet long. Right. Yeah. So. Yep. But you see him like I, he drove a Honda Civic for 40 that years. That might go over. Then he put a bus though. in the trailer. Like, how does that work? Yeah. So I don't, I don't know how that's registered. Actually. It depends on what the GVWR of the trailer is. Yeah. And then if you add that to the truck GVWR and it's over 26, then that's it, right? Yeah, that's it. So did they go over that kind of stuff a lot as far as like learning the legality of it? Not really. Cause everyone who's in there is in there to, to drive semi trucks. Like. So they, they know what they're in for. Yeah. yeah. Most people aren't in there because it's like, oh, like I want to be safe and make sure like <laughs> yeah. people are in there because either A, they're going for a truck driving job or B, like that one dude, they got caught. Yeah. Pulling over. Other than that, no one really cares. Yeah. No, it's it's crazy how the 
how the rules work and how I feel like even even within the authority, there's so little understanding. DOT, I swear to God, is making it harder for truckers in general just to Mm. operate. It it is. But that's I mean, it all makes sense because the assholes. Yeah. That fucking bullshit their way through and don't get caught or pass way stations. Yeah. You know, all of it. Yeah, you I mean, want you look at the guy. That's why the whole logging thing's such a big deal, and people think it's fucking a pain in the ass doing electronically. Which, well, you know what? Someone fucked up. Yeah, a ton now of people fucked up. Look it. at Tracy yeah. Morgan. He almost died because that guy, yeah, yeah. a Walmart truck ran into him, mm-hmm. and he he didn't um, do his reset. He was like his logs were. He was driving for almost twenty four hours. Yep, and you know he and I think like everyone in the limo almost died. Yeah, I think so, some people think did, people die. did die. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So you know that was a perfect example there. Yeah, no, it's good. Like, and I, I'm sure for you, like you look at it like, yeah, like I did all these steps correctly to do this. So you want it to be checked. You want checks and balances in place to make sure everybody else is too. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, with then that, you have the old school guys who've been doing it for 50 years, and they're like, "Fuck all this new bullshit. I'm just gonna drive." I had. I'm not gonna name names, but I've had a. Someone who had spent their career driving trucks and mm-hmm. before paper logs, before when they were paper logs, he'd have three log books. <laughs> yep. And if he got pulled over, he would just have to make sure he grabbed the correct one oh, yeah. that looked correct. And he would drive for 17, 18, 19 I was, hours. I was yeah. a, uh, I'm a, I'm an offender on that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. The multi log book. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're trying to, you know, time's money, man. And, you know, if you're if not you get, moving, you're not making when, money. Yeah, yeah. You get stuck in traffic, you get deadlines to meet, traffic fucks you up. So I had two logbooks. Yeah. One would would be, you know, fill, you know, not dirty, but filled out enough. With- enough if I got pulled over and handed to him, I wouldn't be in trouble. But I always had one I cleaned. Yeah, so yeah. I, would, I always had the clean one. Yeah, like and just clean to be just in organized and in order. It wasn't so much cheating. Yeah, but. I'm not. Everyone knows yeah. there was cheating going on. This is yeah. why they went electronically. One, it's it's Can't easier. Make the logs so easy. Yeah. What's that? You can't sneak the logs so easy. No, you can't. No. Did it, now is electronic required now for CDL? Federal mandate. It's yes, federal it was. mandated, except in cases of me. Actually, I am a short haul driver. I punch a time clock. Oh, okay. So my tablet will still log my hours of service and like my location, and everything. But it, if I were to get pulled over, I'm a short haul. I punch a time clock. Like yeah. At that yeah, point, like you're going home at like, five o'clock. Is exactly. It like, yeah. Is it like yeah. I'm on the road. Or something yeah, to go by I think something it's like either that. 100 or 150 yeah. air miles. Yeah. From, from your home base. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Yeah. That's it. We even with the um the over uh 10,000 pound trucks. Technically, like if you're like if I hop in one of our box trucks that's 12.5 and I drive to New Jersey. I should have a log in a, in a vehicle checklist filled out. You should. Um, but if you're going, but in the way that 150 air miles is like, if you air miles is exactly how it sounds. If you just take a string and go from one point to another, you yeah. know, uh, uh, the vehicle checklist though, if I'm not mistaken, is required regardless. Yeah. That's it anytime is, you operate. Had so, out, yeah. We had the, when I had that flat truck, that's yeah, anything that's over so, 10. Yeah. I think they require that. Yeah. And that's like anytime you operate it, like before you even turn it on. Yep. Yeah. We had exactly. an F550 steak body. I had to your, fill it your log, yeah. your log should state your pre-check. Yep. So. Yep. 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 Now that's uh, a lot of little ins and outs and rules. And yeah, you could see why the old school guys get annoyed with it. But at the end of the day, it's like, it's protecting your career. It's, pro- it's, it's protecting it's, people on the road. It's yeah. Protecting yeah. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so it is important to follow it. It's good to see the checks and balances in place, although some of it may be annoying. You know what the best is when you do get pulled over? There's no issues. It's <laughs> yeah. worth it. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you have all your shit in order, there's no issues. I, I, we got new trucks at work, 
And I went on the first one of the first trips with him, and I pulled in a way station. Yeah, like I was, uh, I was, I might have been Pennsylvania. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, they're like pull over. I'm like, what? This is crazy. Yeah. That truck is immaculate. Like, yeah, it's it like was, a brand new truck. Yeah. Literally, yeah. Like, it had 5,000 miles on it. Yeah. If that. And they pulled me over. I'm like, okay. I'm like, what could you know what? Be? You know what those trucks have, though, is they're missing chalk block. So they're missing. No, yeah. Nope. Not ours. So I have a funny story about that later. So yeah. mine was, he just, I, I walk into the office, like, oh, I see, told me to pull over. Oh, yeah. We just need to check paperwork today. <laughs> like, no problem. Yeah, again. Got it all. But I didn't clean that logbook up the yeah, night yeah, before, yeah. you know, but I did. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that was it. And on my way, I went because I was like, there's no way they're going to check this truck. Like, legitimately is, is yeah. gleaming. Yeah. <laughs> but So we had, for our shop, had rented, apparently. I thought we owned it, but apparently yeah. we rented the, the state body truck. The big, no, no, no. Oh, the, flatbed. Flatbed. the flatbed. The 24 foot. Yep. And uh, we were going to buy a new one. Yep. So we had to return the rented one. The only place that would take it was the Bradford Airport in Connecticut because that's the only place that it took enterprise rented full commercial commercial vehicles. Yeah. vehicles. Okay, that's fine. So my my boss at the time was like, "All right, you drive the truck. I'll drive my pickup. Yeah, and we'll go down. Meet you down and, there. And whatever." So we're going down through because uh, we had to take Route Six mm-hmm. down to like towards Hartford. Yeah, because you can't go on the Marriott with a commercial vehicle too. So well, we weren't even going that far. Yeah, it was just where it was. That was the way to go. Yep. So we. Going down through Rhode Island, we're going down Route 6, and when you just cross the Connecticut border, right as you come up the hill, there's a big way station on the right side. I've been by it a hundred times in the same truck, doing deliveries, no problems. And you drove by the thing, and it said way station closed. Yeah. I'm cruising up. There's a there's a car in the lot, but there's nobody there. And I'm, I'm whatever. It says way station closed, so I'm just going to cruise gone. by. All of a sudden, all these, like, Wigwags come on, and this guy's chasing me out of the lot. So, okay, <laughs> I, I pull over. Where were you going? Uh, just going to return the vehicle. Yeah. You know, whatever. It was a rental. We were going to return it. Why didn't you pull over in the way station? Well, because the sign said closed. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, sure does. Yeah. You can go back and check. It says closed. Anyway, so the guy proceeds to go through this whole checklist procedure, yeah. pump the brakes down. I was like, well, how do you do that, sir? Because I've never been through this. So, what do you want me to do? Yeah. So go through the whole thing. Well, because we were returning it, we had one of the shop monkeys clean the fucking place out, and he took the chalk blocks, the road uh, flares, yeah. all the shit out of it. No safety. So I didn't kit. have any of the safety gear in there, which it's been yep. under the passenger seat for the three years I've been driving it. Yeah, had never touched it. Uh, and the kid took it all out, thought it was ours. Wow. So whatever. So the guys Great gave me shit box. about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, the guys gave me shit about that. I was like, listen, we had. Somebody from the shop cleaned the truck out. They didn't know. To go return it, yeah. Return it. I have, he's like, well, where are you going? I was, oh, we're going to this airport. We're going, you know, I have all, I was like, this is the paperwork. This is the return paperwork. I'm showing him the, like, like literally delivering it back to. Delivering it back yeah. to wherever. I'm just bringing it from A to B. I guess I believe you. <laughs> like, come yeah. on, man. I'll, I'll send just, you a Christmas card. Thanks. Exactly. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> I'm not doing over the road. I've been in the truck for eight hours or yeah. 12 hours. I'm not doing speed balls. I'm just bringing it back. It's like 830 in the morning on a Tuesday. Have you had any run-ins with uh, the DOT or Waystation yet? Uh, knock on wood, not yet. That's good. So uh, a couple weeks ago, maybe two, three weeks ago, there's what was called uh, International Road Check Week. Oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah, were yeah. talking about that. The the one yes. coming out of Rhode Island in 95. 
Must have been 40 state troopers in there. Yeah, they every year they pick a few days and yep. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, they open yeah. up way stations that were because Mass and Rhode Island, they don't really open way stations Almost ever. Never. Yeah. yeah. And so they'd open up a random way station, have all the trucks file through. Yep. Um, I was doing the Cape that week deliveries and Monday and Tuesday were fine. Yep. Oh, sorry, Tuesday and Wednesday were fine. Thursday, I'm going down 495 and see the blinking lights. Yep. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Here we go. Because I know the truck <laughs> I'm driving. It's not my usual truck. And, yeah. You know, maybe uh. looked like the other way a couple things. Yeah. So I'm pulling in. I pull into this way station. And like, I'd never been through a way station before. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. And I'm going slow behind the truck in front of me and there's a truck behind me. Yeah. A bunch of people to my right getting inspected, getting, you know. Yeah, get their ass handed to them. Yeah, basically yeah. getting new yeah. buttholes and stuff. Yeah. Um, truck in front of me slowly rolls through. Hmm. I slowly roll through. No one flags me down or anything. I just keep going on my way. That's the best. Oh, like, just keep yeah. moving. Yeah. Yep. yep. And so I'll go through my day. Yeah. Um, relieved. Yeah. Heading back up 495. Northbound's open now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Pull in. Now, yep. there's not so many trucks getting inspected because it's late in the day. It's like probably four or five o'clock. Yep. Same deal. Pull in. No one flags me down or anything wow. necessarily. So I just keep rolling. Yeah. I get maybe half mile on the road. I figure if I was supposed to stop, there'd be blue lights behind me. There's no blue lights. So just on my way. So great. Rush with death. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. It's that, fucked up how like, even if you do everything right, you just have this sense of just like, I, oh yeah, I definitely did something dude. wrong. Yeah. It could exactly. be anything. It's all about mood too. Exactly. I've had DOT pull me off. So I'm, I went down a parkway, but, but my, if you looked at the bill, yeah. It was like two blocks down. Like I didn't really have much of a fucking choice. Yeah. And I knew there was no bridges. It wasn't like, you know, it's not like I'm. Yeah. Sometimes you physically have to. Yeah. Like if the, so yeah. I went no I, on the way on the way yep. in, he, uh, he stopped me. So he pull in here. All right. So it was a Stady or a DOT guy. It was, a, it was, uh, it was DOT. Stadies will Stadies. No, they, it's like I, the D it's like DOT knows everything obviously yeah the stadies know their stuff but they're not as it's like local cops yeah they don't know all specific a local officer will never pull a truck over and break his ass for the shit a dot officer will because they don't have the education on it yeah i I do have a story about that but i will let you finish so so i got pulled over and he you know super nice honestly every dot officer i've ever dealt with a super nice guy and it's just you know it's the fuck you smile yeah, you know. Oh yeah, hey, how are you? Let me just check a couple things, and I think I got off clean uh, both times. But it's it it's like what could what the fuck? Yeah, Christ, everyone wants to work, especially like when they do the safety thing, the the whole that one week a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are they doing the rest of the fucking weeks? <laughs> right. Like you need to like you need to break. Honestly, you need to take one week a year and to fuck everyone over. <laughs> like you're not doing anything else for the, the, the fucking just other to, fucking just 50, someone trying to make a living. Weeks. Yeah. yeah. You're doing shit. They've it's been, like, come on, man. And it's like if you already go through once and you let this guy go. Yeah. And then there's a fucking another one. That plate should come up as like it's already went through. It's good. Yeah. Like they, yeah, like absolutely. everyone's fucking got. It's all time based. Yeah. Like people got shit to do. Yeah. Yeah. Especially that industry. Every truck on the road is is on a time, time is schedule. Fucking yep. money. Yep. Like when guys, when truckers pull up into my my warehouse, and I, I try my best to offload them immediately. Yeah. Because I know whatever lurks ahead for them is all based on time. Yep. You know, the I, I, I try to better. do it. 
No, it's, it is weird how that all works. And the that, whole industry is just, yeah. it's just wild. It's funny. You said 495. So I live right near the, uh, on 495 where it's still two lanes before you get to 24. Yep. Um, I go past that on my way to work every morning and that one's been open a lot more than normal, like in the last year. Well, I feel like the two or three years that we haven't done anything because of COVID, like yeah. they're making up for it now. Yeah, they're trying to, they yeah. really are for it. Yeah, no, but, that makes um, sense. To go back to your local cop thing. So I was in, uh, we had our, I was taking the 550. So just a, 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 a single cab 550 steak body, 12 foot bed. Yep. I mean, basically under on the line, like as far as yeah. like C- CLD or CDL, whatever. Uh, we took that to URI. We did a delivery. Going to come back 102 to go to East Greenwich and then hook up the highway. So I'm coming down 102. I get pulled over. I'm with my boss. He's like sitting in the seat. We pull into this abandoned restaurant on 102. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I don't I don't know what I did wrong. Like we were doing the speed limit. We were within yeah. traffic or whatever. It was nothing, nothing crazy. Guy pulls me over and he's like, this is a, this is a North Kingstown or a, I think it was North Kingstown cop. I'm going to do a, a quick DOT check on you. You, you are? Yeah, <laughs> you go are? ahead, go ahead, bud. All right. He's under the truck with a creeper. Oh yeah. He's in, I'm like, we're in a parking lot. Some he is by himself, around. but, but he's not even a, he's not a state cop and he's not definitely not a DOT cop. I feel like he was training for some kind of thing because Maybe. after all of that, which this truck was like, yeah, on the borderline of probably some things that need to be fixed. He's like, you're all set. You can go. That's we sat there for 45 minutes. So, so I wonder if. But I feel like he was training to I, go I, take I, the test. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe, like, maybe he, he's got yeah. extra. He's got an extra education. But I don't know what local cops are for a jurisdiction like that. Or for, as far as yeah, yeah, for yeah. like but, to enforce certain safety. Yeah. Laws. Could they even write you a ticket on? I don't know. Didn't write any tickets. So I don't know. Don't know. We had to sit there for 45 minutes. Yeah. That's the biggest thing I think it all comes back to is I think nobody really knows other than DOT cops. And it's the same thing with the people operating, the people selling them, the guys outfitting the trucks. It's like, it's crazy. So here's, here's one of my fucking biggest gripes with the, um, with DOT is, so you got those overseas containers. Yep. They come off the ships, they get onto a chassis. We haul them out, right? Yeah. Okay. Probably overloaded all the time. Which is probably true, <laughs> but that's not ever my real concern because I feel like if you're a driver, you know what you're hauling, you know what your weight is, you know how to fucking drive. Yeah. That's what I believe. Yep. So my thing is, is with the the the, the top lights, right? Every other trailer you see yeah. has them. Yeah. All our Mayflower trailers have them. Our straight trucks have them. Yep. You take this fucking container that came off a ship. Doesn't you happen. put on a chassis and suddenly it's not DOT regular. Like if I had a light out, yeah. they would break my fucking balls over it. Yep. But this fucking thing doesn't have one, doesn't need one. They just need, they barely, they don't even have lights. The chassis has lights. Yeah. You know what I mean? Good just little lights on send the bottom. It. Yeah. Yeah. Just send it. No big deal. So I don't understand what, like where they get to the point where like, oh, this is, you have to have these up here, but this Except is ex- excluded. Like, and it's like, what are those clearance lights really doing? Uh, are you going to tell the bridge that you're about to hit that you're going to hit it? Seriously. I, it's, you can't see the clearance lights on top of your well, trailer you know, from in the truck, you right? Never know <laughs> when that, well, maybe, maybe the state police will uh, bring a helicopter out to fucking follow you. <laughs> and we don't want them to hit it. So they need to be able to fucking see it. It's yeah. like those balls on the telephone lines yeah. like, well, you know, uh, going across the canal. There's yeah. no way. Any, it's going to warn the bridge before you stir exactly. the there's truck no into way it. Any, I'm a coming. DOT officer, state police helicopter so, must never have radar to see any type of fucking object 
around, so everything's <laughs> got to be fucking illuminated with lights. I was gonna say the uh, uh, was the uh, Storo drive uh, U-Hauls every year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's really an adjective. Listen, there is plenty of warning on Storo drive. Like, I know. Let's, I mean, yeah. Jesus. you hit the fifteen chains on the way in. How right. the fuck did you, you not know something? You drive like, what was yeah. that noise? Smash! Oh, that was probably it. Did did you you heard about the Trillium truck hit that? Did it really? Yeah, and. And um, they actually did. You know how they have like the illustration on all the cans? Yeah. Um, they did like an they, illustration they, oh, of no. the truck smashed. <laughs> no way. Yeah. It was pretty funny. I would talk about leaning into the skid, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's like, how did. Yeah. That's just crazy. How. Like a U-Haul truck is one thing, but if like if you were hired as a truck driver and you hit that no, thing. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. So it's like you got Ryder and Penske. Yeah. They're the biggest commercial. Rentals. Rentals. Yep. But they'll rental. They rent they will hand, anyone. They will hand so keys I, to those trucks to anyone. They'll rent a U-Haul that's well over 26,000 yeah. pounds to anyone who shows up with a yeah, car. Yeah, they don't care. So, like, I, so, obviously, legally, you should have a medical card to yeah. operate these vehicles. Oh, yeah. yeah. These people rent them. They don't ask. They don't check. They no. don't care. I had, I was, we were loading. A lady rented a Penske. She was going to, like, Wyoming or something. Wow. And she's like, so, um, do you have any advice for me? And I said, in regards to what? Yeah. And she goes, well, you know, hauling this. I said, well, you're not overweight. I can tell you that. Yeah. But you legally, you should have logs. Yeah. I said, but when it comes to the rental, if you don't have like, you know, like we have markings, we'll tape to the side of the truck. Yeah. That's when you really need to go to through a way station. I'm going to recommend you do that regardless. Yeah. And go through the motions. Can't hurt to do it. I said, because yeah. they'll realize you don't work for somebody and they'll probably just you know, be like, okay. Yeah. Go One do time use. Do yeah. Just yeah. Keep on going. Yeah. Because otherwise, and they don't really know these people who like, like smoke away station, you know? Yeah. So, but safety wise, I mean, it's good to just know. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I when, when customers would ask me that, if we ever loaded their truck, I'm like, God, I don't want to give you any information. No, nope. it's I don't want to be associated with this. Exactly. Well, the guy over it's there, all told me, he said I was yeah. fine. If there's any yep. information I'm going to give you, it's going to be like what the facts are. Yeah. Like, it's not going to be like, oh, well, Mr. Rosenquist told me from uh, BTI <laughs> yeah. Mayflower yeah, yeah, that yeah. that's not how yeah. it works. No, yeah. absolutely not. No, I, I hit the brakes yeah. and I mowed yeah. over all these pedestrians, but Mark yeah. said it was the truck was fine. <laughs> So now as far as the kind of stuff you're hauling, you're talking about weight, obviously like you feel like a trailer behind a pickup truck. It must really change the way the truck drives and you have a, a full trailer, right? It does. It To a certain extent depends on the truck I'm driving. Yeah. You uh, have one, the same one that you drive most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah. I, I normally have a Volvo. Yep. It's 2018. It's pretty new. It's I really like it a lot. Yeah. Every now and again, I'll get stuck in a Western star. Yep. Which mm. it's got torque, but it, it won't move. Yeah. Nine times out of 10. That thing, if, the, if if it's empty, it slows down. Yeah. If it's loaded up, it slows down even more. Yeah. Uh, so something like that, like I definitely feel it more. Um, but for the most part, the Volvo handles. Yeah. Handles it. All, sometimes I forget how much I have back there. Now you have like pretty big loads. Not really. Yeah. I do what is called less than load freight. Okay. And so I'm delivering like a pallet here, a pallet there. Oh, you know, okay. Uh, trash can somewhere like it's, it's pretty all small stuff. stuff that yeah. like a little too big for ups but correct. yeah exactly and mostly so, commercial locations yeah so do you have uh endorsements too do you have like your i don't have any endorsements yet okay. um they're pushing me to get my hazmat yeah and i do want to get them all it's just one of those things where time and money and yeah yeah it takes time. yeah i was going before i got this current job that i'm at i was gonna get them all yep 
And then I realized that the hazmat, you need to do steps in a certain order. I thought it was, you can take the test and then get fingerprinted because you do have to get fingerprinted. That's what I, really I would assume that as well. I was you just going to say get, what made you not you do You have that to part. do the fingerprinting and stuff before you can take the test. Uh, and now they changed the law. You have to go through classes and then take the test hmm. before you could just take the test and be good to go. Now that you need to get, yeah, you could like study on your own, take the class, take the test. Mm. And so I was going to still go for my, you can get a tanker endorsement for big tank trucks mm-hmm. and you can get doubles and triples for pulling like multiple pup trailers. I was going to get the, Oh, that's a separate endorsement. That's a separate endorsement. Uh. I was going to get the tanker and the doubles and triples. And then I realized, why am I spending money to amend my license twice? I will just wait and take all three tests at the same time. Nice. Oh, okay. That was as far as it got. Then I got hired at this place and kind of that got tabled because yep. I'm at work when the RMV's open. Yeah. So I'm not going to waste time and waste going to work to get endorsements. That so I'm going to dial back here for a sec. So you said, um, the, the pup trailers, yep. um, you said there's a separate endorsement for that in what sense? Like to tandem them to tandem them. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. Double, I didn't know that. Yeah. Double. Uh, if you're pulling two or three trailers, you, yeah, need, yeah. you need to, have endorse. you done that yet? No, I still don't have the endorsement. Right. You need, I'm a yeah. fucking <laughs> yeah, Cause doubles, triples is the same license. I'm just right? like, like thinking about it. Like take the test. Doubles and triples together is the same test. Gotcha. It's its, its a, own endorsement. A separate endorsement. But you don't ever see that around here. I mean, I know I've seen the doubles it's here, it's, it's, hanging out with those. You see I doubles. See a, I see a lot of FedEx. FedEx, but they're short FedEx. doubles. Yeah. Still yeah. Right, they're like 40 yeah. footers. Right? No, they're like 32 and so 32. Like, I work, when I worked doing food delivery, we had 28s and we had 38s. And then we had a couple larger ones, but those yeah. are for the senior guys. But yeah. typically when you're seeing doubles, at least in this area, if you see them at all, because... I think like the roads really aren't set up for that shit around here. The law is like east of 495. It might be illegal if I remember correctly, or like you can only do it certain hours. Yeah. I don't remember. Because there's that one when you get on the mass pike in Worcester, there's a parking lot and you see them sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's it. Like as far as they can go, they can't take them to Boston. I'm pretty sure it's east of 495. So what do they do? Kind of just unhook there. Yeah. yeah. So you'll see, you'll see the trailer with the hookup just sitting there. Wow. So your current job, is there situations where uh, they want you to get that because there's loads that you can't take? Uh, no, we don't have any. I mean, with hazmat, yes. Yeah. There's certain loads that I can't. Anything over, I think it's like 900 or 1,000 pounds. Yeah. hazmat below that weight, I can take it. Even oh, if it's oh, hazmat so stuff? Even if it's hazmat. Oh, no kidding. I didn't above know that. that Interesting. it needs to be placarded, and that's when you need the hazmat endorsement. Oh, okay. I, so weight... So something overweight can be considered hazmat? Well, not, it's just, no, 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 I think, so, no. So what uh, he's saying is we had uh, the compressed cylinders with the gas station powder in it. Yeah. 900 pounds. That's it. Okay. In a pickup truck, you don't even overload in the pickup truck, but you can have more than 900 without hazmat endorsement. I get you. Placards because it's compressed gas. Okay. That makes sense. So yeah. And this is, and all those endorsements are the placards pretty much, right? The hazmat is when you see placards that says ha- hazardous or dangerous or what have you, and you see those on a trailer, that's yep. the hazmat endorsement. Okay. So like, you know, like fuel delivery is the best example or oil delivery for your house. Yep. You see the, the number and that's, that's the UN number. Sorry. You're good. That's the UN number. And that tells you what that chemical is that they're hauling. Okay. Now that makes sense. And then the, uh, so to do the pop trailers, is that just like for, you know, future opportunities kind of, yeah, absolutely. That's just a lot of what I learned to do is, well, can I know how to do that? Yeah. You know, I half of getting my CDL was, well, can I learn how to drive a truck? Yeah. You know, I've tattooed myself. Can I learn how to tattoo myself? It's just a lot of 
a lot of learning how to do stuff just to see if I can do it. Yeah. And so, yeah, with the doubles and triples, it's like, well, that looks like it'll be fun to, to play around with and see how to back that up and stuff. Yeah. I can't even imagine. I always think, I always uh, think about like the tankers. Oh yeah. Fuel tankers. No, I, I don't think I'd ever drive one of those. That's yeah, scary. So much responsibility, so much damage if something bad happens. Like, <laughs> you must have saw I mean, that. anytime a, a tractor trailer comes off the road, it's, 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 oh, yeah. it's a bad time. It's yeah. bad. But yeah. I think, you know, when you got fucking did fuel, you, holy did you see yeah. the truck with the hot dog filling that crashed? I never, I heard about it. I actually heard about it on the radio today, uh, but I never saw any pictures. Of some, somebody posted a picture of it on the revival, uh, Facebook group or something. And it was a, <laughs> it was a truck. It was, it was a regular box trailer, but it must've had, um, you know how like they'll have like liquids in a bag within a cardboard box. It must have been yeah. like pallets of that, and it was hot dog filling. Oh it, no! It have you seen like, a hot dog been made by the way? <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting, but they're delicious. Have you seen it? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not right. right. They're yeah. so good. Uh, but yeah, the hot dog filling truck. It was like a trailer tipped over. It it's was just like this glizzy gusher. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like pink goo <laughs> all over the highway. It was disgusting. Oh man. Ugh, it was awful. Whenever they say emulsify, you're just like, oh no, that's not the right word. It's a bad so word. Gross. So as far as like, uh, you know, getting into this trade, obviously a lot of it is over the road right now. You're, you're just doing like the time clock day trip thing. Yep. Do you eventually want to go over the road or? I don't think so. I, yeah. I like being home every day. Like, you know, having my personal time. Yeah. Over the road is kind of where most new drivers go. Yeah. Because the pay is not great. You know, all they need is a body and a seat. You don't nearly need to know how to back up a truck even for the most part because you're just spending your whole day on a on highway. The highway. Mm. So once you do get to where you're going, you know, you back into a dock once and that's... Yeah. Congratulations, you did it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Like with local and stuff, I'm backing into, you know, 10, 15 docks a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to so, have a better comfort maneuverability. Correct. Yeah, so, you know, over the road, you're mostly driving the truck whereas local stuff, you're driving the trailer. Yeah, that's got to be crazy because even like at my work now, our parking lot has like the back of our building has got like, you know, eight docks or something uh, for a couple of different businesses in ours. And I see the guys backing into that and it's, it looks like it sucks. And ours they is can. like, and sometimes it sucks. And ours is like pretty good size and it looks like it still sucks. And then, and then on top of it, you got to deal with the receiving people. And it's like, are you delivering to businesses that don't receive deliveries often? So it's like, you're trying to find a door that's unlocked and uh, that's got to be such a, a pain of, in the ass. You get used to it. You start yeah. to learn kind of what door to look for. You, you know, yep. you can kind of tell sometimes. And then, you know, with my job, I'm lucky. I go to the same place a lot. Oh, that's good. So the more I go to a place, you know, the easier it is for me to back into. And they door. get to know you too. And you know yeah, the relationships yeah. with people. Yep. So you, you, you know, know who to talk to. You know to talk exactly. To. Yeah. Yeah. So it can be really frustrating trying to figure out yeah. where you're going. Are you doing like city deliveries too, or more rural? Mostly city actually. So, oh wow. Uh, when I first started with this, so my, my food delivery, when I was doing food delivery, yep. once I was on my own, that whole, like how they ran things yeah. is based on you bid for your area oh. and no one wants the cities cause they're terrible. Yeah. And so all the new guys who hadn't bid yet would get sent to the city. So <laughs> yeah. when I was first on my own, I was going to I love it. Boston three times a week. I was doing Cambridge on Mondays <sighs> and Fridays. So I was doing Mondays just like double parking and unloading as fast big, as you can. How big yeah. of a trailer were you hauling in there? Uh, mostly usually a 28. Sometimes they send me in a straight truck. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
they wouldn't send me in a 38 if I was going into the city. They'd send me in a 38 if I was doing like, sometimes I do like Smithfield area. Yeah. Send me in a 38 for, for areas like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Cause I know the company, uh, you don't have to name it, but you have to deliver the product too. Yep. Yeah, so you don't just drive the truck. You show up, then you have to offload everything by hand. Beast. Yeah. Honestly, beast. Dude. That was less of a driving job and more of a delivering job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is one of the reasons the why. The driving was just the yeah, vehicle just to the get you there. Yeah, it was, it's yeah. just, that's the vehicle that can carry the most stuff, so that's mm-hmm. the vehicle you're in. If they made a smaller vehicle that could carry just as much stuff, you'd be in that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. right. But, but that's right. not what you signed up for. I mean, Correct. you wanted to I drive. I got my license because I love driving. Yeah. No, that's that makes sense why that would suck. So so let's so when you were looking for a job, um, how often did you bump into you need two years experience? Kind of frequently, but I was looking for a job in a post pandemic world. Sure. Yeah, where there's a huge. No, we'll take anyone. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. A huge, huge I, I feel like drivers. a lot. A lot has changed. Oh yeah. But there were some in both occasions when I was applying for jobs. There were some that you know they'd start talking to you and be like, "Oh, how much experience do you have?" Oh couple months oh we're looking for someone it's not a two two years anymore it's one year now yeah and let's face it like liability with any career is a big thing like a you know a company that you know has no incidents you know one incident a car accident can turn into millions and millions of dollars so it's yeah. like i you know experience when you're like doing data entry is annoying but it's like experience when you're driving you know a over twenty six thousand pound truck it's like all right, I kind of see what I want. Someone who knows what they're doing, but at the same time, how are you going to learn? It's no, that's but, it. That's it. it. It is. Yeah, that's exactly the point you want. Someone. I didn't know where you were going with that. I was ready to roast. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I was geared. He's up. doing it. And he understands. It, no, where I, was going. I know. I know. I know that. In the breath, so you could I, I yell did, at him. I, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you know. Obviously, once you have your foot in the door and and you're working there, it's like these people are seeing. Yeah, you've only been doing this for six months, but you're responsible and you like it immediately. You take pride in what you do. Yeah, exactly. So I worked in food service first because that type of work is incredibly difficult. They're going through people like you would not believe. Revolving door. Exactly. And so they'll take anybody. They'll take people right out of school. They don't give a shit. Yep. And so that's why I started there. And then, you know, yeah, a few months and like a lot of people in food service, I couldn't keep up. My body hurt. Yeah. All the time, you know, I'm taking loaded two wheelers of stuff down flights of stairs, up yeah, flights that of stairs. Sucks. I slipped down several oh. flights of stairs. Oh yeah, like especially like kitchens and stuff, all wet and greasy. nasty. Everything all is greasy. greasy all the time. It's always slippery. <laughs> that red tile is. Yeah, the why worst. is it so gross? Yeah, I mean, I get why it's so gross. But you must have saw some nasty Constantly? shit delivering all food. the time. Not really. Never- no. I know it's so mm-hmm. fucked Most up. Clean. <laughs> my daughter and I have this game, and it's her favorite. And it's just me when I go, "Why is this sticky?" And she's like, "That's my favorite game with you. Why is this sticky?" I don't know why. <laughs> It's slippery and sticky. That's and actually shocking that really you didn't see gross safe. stuff delivering in the city. There were though. only one or two kitchens my entire time there that I was like, would not eat here. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, wow. Was, yeah, one of them a was a, times. a big up and coming chain that like really has kind of mm. taken over the greater Massachusetts area. That's scary. Huh. There's a local oh Rhode Island bakery that I do the inspection at and I will never, ever. I've seen the bread in my, in my grocery store and I was like, nope. 
Really? <laughs> I've just seen wow. where this bread comes from, and I will absolutely not buy it. Oh, yeah, I think wow. I know the one you're talking I'll about. I'll tell you the number. Oh, I'll tell you the name off air. Yeah. But, Dish yeah. afterwards. Yeah, yes. we should just have an episode where we just shit on everything. <laughs> so many times, like we'll say that off air. We should just have an episode yeah. where we just yeah, unleash the fury. Just, shit yeah. everything. <laughs> just tell you know, just just. I feel like we have everybody. to have more respect for that one because yeah. he'll enjoy the unleash the fury episode. Just preparation. Yeah, Jesus, that's funny. Yeah, I never thought of that though. It's like uh, we we get we don't get that many freight deliveries at my work now, but it's like you know the guys that do it. It's like you got to think about like they're dragging the pallets around, and you get a pallet jack, and you know we we have like a, a lift gate door or no, well, not a lift gate. What do you call it? Like the dock leveler. The dock leveler. Yeah. yeah, we have a dock leveler. So what do you do? You run into situations where like they don't even have the equipment to like get the stuff in sometimes. Or? Every now and again, but it's not frequent. Yeah, yeah. that giant aluminum plate you have to drag yeah, dock, over and drop yeah, in between. Yeah, dock plate. Yeah. Yeah, we have a dock plate and we have the the leveler thing, but it's like that thing. I can get it onto the truck, you know no what? problem. I drove trucks and I've used those, and everyone's different, and you never know which yeah. chain to pull. You yes. know how to make it they're work. All finicky they're always broken. Ways. Yeah, yeah. Ours, the dock plates. Yeah, I yeah. can always. never get ours to shut. No, like, I can get I it on the truck, no problem. I'm a small guy. I weigh maybe. I think. Oh, I stood on a scale today. I stood on a industrial <laughs> scale with my boots on. I weigh 126 pounds. Whoa! I'm a small dude. Wow. Getting a dock. Like standing on a dock leveler and trying to get it to go down when you're when you're as big as I am is impossible, dude. Uh, I'm, I'm 300 pounds. I still can't do it. It does not happen. It doesn't. It's like, but if someone goes over, it goes, and it drops. Yeah. Like, how did you do the that? Who works there knows. You, know, they know. They know. Yeah, yeah, they know. They know. No, ours. I could do this. I can do the same thing ten times, and on the tenth time, it'll just work, and I have no idea why. Like it's like it's, yeah. it's about you know, obviously whatever you did the last time yeah built frustration so you put a little more rage in <laughs> yeah. it go you go you into it the harder. first time yeah you know, just like you know <sighs> yeah so we we have that and then we have the van height door for like the UPS trucks mm. and stuff that's nice I like the van height door fucking you <laughs> but yeah, yeah I do run into nice. a lot of times actually also at a Rhode Island bakery hopefully not the same one you were talking about to deliver to and it's grain. Yep. It's a 2,500 pound pallet Oof. and the dock leveler doesn't work. So I park my truck in the dock. I go in the door. Yeah. Hey, I'm here with your grain. Uh, <laughs> I need your, your power jack and your dock plate and I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah. I've, I mean, they're great about it. I've been there a bunch of times. Yeah. Here's the jack. Here's the plate. That's good. And then you well, do your thing. They don't help yep, you with it. Correct. Yeah. Do you go come across with people wanting you to unload, unload your own truck all the time? Oh, I always unload my own truck. Be based on how it is, based on like how my job works, I am almost always pulling my own pallets off. Hmm. Why? That's just how it is. That's fucked up. You come to my warehouse, I'm pulling them off. I mean, some some people will pull yeah, them off. Yeah, yeah. But, but the probably like a at least seventy. So you go in expecting to, to um, wow every that's crazy. time. Yep. The, but that's kind of like the position that you're in. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So like that one instance with the 2,500 pound pallet, I know they have a power jack and yeah. I know I can use right. it. So that makes my job no, easy. Oh, right. Of course. Yeah. There is a store that I deliver to sometimes if I'm doing the Cape that they order sometimes one, maybe two pallets of a similar weight, 25, 2,000 pounds, 2,500 pounds. And all I have is my manual jack and a lift gate. Mm. And I have to have the dude come up with me and we both push it to the end and I squeeze the handle at just the right time so it doesn't tip off the end of the truck. Yep. Yeah. Lower it down the lift gate. He takes his own pallet jack and pulls yeah. it off my lift yep. gate. Okay. So you have a lift gate too. Sometimes. Uh, it usually. depends on the trailer. So yeah. I am usually based on my areas because I'm always in Providence or the Cape or. And you won't have a loading dock to back up to. And I don't always have a loading dock. 
based on the areas that I'm in and because they're so tight, I'm in a shorter trailer. Yeah. I pull a 42 foot most of the time and the 42s at my work have lift gates. Okay. The other trailers that we frequently deliver with uh, 48. Oh, okay. And those don't have lift gates. Mm. But like I said, I'm almost always in a lift gate. I almost always have it handy. Yeah. Which it sucks pulling it out. It sucks. It's heavy as hell. Yeah. It's but, a manual lift gate. It's not like yeah. a, a hydraulic but one. But I prefer having it because... Yeah. You I never know. know. You well, never know. But you have to flip the plate yeah. yourself. You to, yeah. 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 Well, it's a fold up one. It's not a rail gate. Correct. Yes. Yeah. We had the rail gates when I was doing food service and yep. much less painful. Yeah. The, we have a rail gate on one truck. It's cool because we have uh, one job we do it has a really high loading dock. So it'll actually go. The gate will go above floor oh, high of the truck. Oh, wow. That's cool. Well, that was, yeah, that ours cool. never yeah. We had a box truck with a rail gate. In it. But when it's shut, it covers the entire back of the truck. Yeah, yeah, same. Well, you guys are fancy over there. Yeah, well, wow. some big sketchy equipment we got to move Shit. around. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's that's Now, so the job you're at now, it's, it's kind of like a delivery job that you drive for. Correct. Yeah. So the park of this is, yeah, it's a physical job. I'm still pulling pallets around and stuff. It's not, it's not over the top. Yeah. I actually, I th- I think anyways, I have the perfect balance between I'm not sitting in my ass all day. Yep. And I'm not busting my ass all day either. It's yeah, because driving for eight hours, like no matter how much you like driving, I, it's like you get out of the truck once in a while. Even ju- even driving aside, even just sitting for eight hours. Yeah. You know, I've had some warehouse jobs where I'm sitting at a computer all day and I can't, I can't do it. I got to move around to a certain extent. Yeah. Uh, so this is a nice balance of physical and not so physical. No, that's good. And it's like pretty much new. It's not like it's like new purchased products that you're delivering for the most part. Yeah. Anything that can be put on a pallet. Yeah. Sometimes stuff's not on a pallet, but usually. So it's like a third party carrier company. It's not like one specific company that you're delivering for. Yep. Makes sense. You do a lot of like residential deliveries. Not a ton. We have straight trucks that usually end up with the residentials, but I will get them every now and again, depending on where I'm at and where other people are. But it's not frequent. I'll get, I think I had one yesterday that I didn't get to because I had to focus on doing pickups instead. But it's. Oh, you do pickups too. That yeah, was about so, to ask, do you go and pick up the stuff too? Yep, yeah. So I'm, it's my position technically called P&D, pickup and delivery. So okay. I'll have, when I start my day, I'll have, you know, all my deliveries manifested. Yep. And then sometimes before I'm even out the door, sometimes I've been on the road for hours. I'll start getting pickups pinging onto my tablet. And, you know, I got to. Okay, so you have a tablet that's sending you live Correct. changes. And I'll have to, you know, balance them the best I can. Yep. You know, given where I'm at, given where those are at. Some days like today, like I was, my area is Providence, but I'm not always in Providence proper for yep. that area. Sometimes I'm in the greater area. Yep. And so I was delivering mostly west of Providence. And all of my pickups were in Providence and Pawtucket today. So I had to figure out how to either make the deliveries really quickly or break away and make the pickups and then go back to the deliveries. And then when you make the pickups, you have to know how much stuff you're picking up and is it going to block what I need to get off oh, the right. truck? You have to put it on the yeah. truck so you can get the other yeah, stuff there's, off. Yeah. There's logistics in the truck involved. It's about when you hit a dock, do you ever ask the guy there to maybe move a few pallets for you or anything like that? If they're really heavy, I will. Yeah. But generally, the really, really heavy stuff is not super, super common. Yeah. If it is, like today, I had two 2,500-pound pallets and I'll or just work around those. I'll leave them where they are. I'll, yeah. I'll plan my day around those. Yeah. But you know, if I do need to, I'd, and everyone's really nice. Like I run on into maybe one asshole for every 75 people. Yeah. You know, it's not really nice. Dude, mo- my, I mean, most guys who run docks or run the loading area 
know what you're up against. Yeah, like they know very, what you're up to. Right. Some of them have driven truck themselves, so they yeah. get it. No, that's good. And Are then you, true. I usually help guys out when they yeah. ask. Like I come across guys, but you know, I, sometimes I'll ask them too with a favor. Yeah. Like, hey, you mind unhooking, moving this trailer for me? Like, yeah, no problem. You know how many times you've helped me out? So I would rather yeah. the UPS guy would come to our place sometimes and be like, Hey man, can I spend like 20 minutes in your shop to do your thing? Like, uh, oh, I always, I I always allow it shit. to him. Yeah. Just have a good time. Whatever yeah. you need. Yeah. Now, do you, um, do you load your own trailer in the morning? I don't. We have, there's uh dock guys on forklifts that load yep. all the trailers every morning. So that, so it's and like the same, get back too. Well, that's good. So it's like the same people that do it every day. Cause I, I know like UPS, for instance, sometimes they show up. And I feel so bad for that guy because it looks like they literally just Horror. fired a can. Yeah, exactly. Back of the truck. Unbelievable. Yeah. And he, I feel bad. Yeah, He's so pissed. That's why I let those guys do that shit. I was it's like, unbelievable. can I back my truck? Even if it was raining or something. Yeah. We had a we had a 27 foot door. Oh, yeah. We loaded pipe. It was 21 feet long. We need to be able to get straight in. So. If it's open, he's like, "Hey man, can I? Can I? Is this winter time?" Yeah, and he's fucking with. Pull in, Head shut the door. Twenty do minutes. Thing. Do your thing. Have a good time. You so know? your, you know, your previous experience working in warehouses probably helps the logistics side of it. You kind of understand yep. the ins and outs of what's going to make this easier. You know, to a certain extent. I mean, every situation is going to be different. You know, I'm yeah, constantly running into different stuff every single day. Yeah, which but is cool. That you're not doing the same thing every day. It's it keeps like, you it know, interesting. It keeps you know. I like to learn. I like to, you know, figure out better ways to do everything. So yeah. Somebody with your mindset. I mean, there's some people that want the opposite. It's like, I want to go to work and I want to put the same sticker on this bottle every day for eight hours and just go home and shut my brain off. It's like you actually enjoy the learning a new thing aspect of it. I need to be it. engaged to a certain extent. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not, if it's not interesting to you, it's difficult to pass the time. Exactly. I would assume. Which is why actually class A appealed to me in the first place, because backing a trailer is different every single time. Mm. You know, you could, even if you're going to the same dock, you could pull into what you think is the same exact spot that you were last time and you're two feet off this way or two feet off that way. And that's going to change oh. a little bit your trajectory. Yeah. hundred percent. I've done it a few times <laughs> yeah. where I work. Yeah. And I did, I've come home and I said to my father, I said, how the fuck do you do this every, <laughs> every day? day? He's like, that, that's why I'm, it's good. Cause I do it every day. He's like, you've done it what four times. Yeah. I said, yeah. And I said, I hit the dock straight. Yeah. And my tractor's over here. <laughs> and I can't handle that. <laughs> so I have to pull out and do it all over again. Yep. But it, that, oh, the backing up, I was fucking pain in the ass. So, the, and then the trucks you drive in that they're mostly like just like a simple single cab. It doesn't have like any of the yep. crazy stuff on the back, right? Uh, day cab. And because of both food service and P and D delivery, it's single axles, not the not the like the double axle semi. Oh, uh, okay. So they're they a lot it. shorter, a lot more maneuverable. They call it what? twin twin, twin screw. Twin screw, yeah. Twin screw. We have a few tin, twin screws at work, but those are for the guys that go from terminal to terminal. Yeah. What's a twin screw? That's the dual axle. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So and it, I didn't even think of that. So that ch- probably changes the the the, the handling of the, the trailer. Tree, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's gonna be so weird. And then driving them with no trailer must be pretty weird too. They move a little quicker. It's yeah. like race cars after that, right? Yeah. I've seen those fuckers on the highway doing yeah. 150. <laughs> <laughs> well, our trucks are limited to 65. So yeah. you know, once you get there, you can hold your foot there all day and nothing's going to matter. Happen. Yeah. But really? getting up to 65 when you're bobtailing, that's yeah. the thrill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thrill. Do you have like cameras I or anything in, in your trucks? 
Not not currently. That's uh, good. The food service place had a camera. Yep, like a drive cam. Yeah, it faced toward the driver and it faced towards the road. Oh wow, we yep. we just installed uh, with our ELD mm-hmm. uh, company um, dash cams. Yeah, out. not 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 in. in, not in. Yeah, we. Uh, uh, that's part of my job now is I install and uninstall the the cameras. Like when the way that our company now does it, it's you earn a camera for you know, doing a bad thing. Yep. So like we have oh. the, we have like the 1-800 wrap me out stickers. So it's like, if you get, <laughs> oh my God. but now if, if you get one call, like, yeah, whatever, everybody gets, you know, somebody's an asshole and just wants to call on you because you're a commercial vehicle. But if like, if somebody gets like three of those in, in six months, it's like, all right, you're the common denominator here. Yeah. So then we'll put a camera on that truck. Or if somebody has an at fault incident, you know, somebody bumps a car in a parking lot or rear end somebody. If you have an at fault accident, no questions asked, you get in the damn camera. But it's the way the cameras that we have work, it's a point system. So some cameras uh, just record like hard braking and that's it. This company that we have now, it starts with like 2000 points at the beginning of the month. And every incident you get uh, subtracts from that. So like if you it as a radar, so it detects the shape of a stop sign, it detects the shape of a speed sign. So it can see if you're speeding, it can see if you roll through a stop sign, it detects the car in front of you. So the biggest thing, that we like with this company is it detects following distance uh, because rear end collisions are the biggest issue for, for pretty much every company really, you know, you get a little too comfortable, you follow too closely and people totally don't understand following distance. It's like so many guys, when you say like, you need to proactively create following distance. If somebody cuts you off, Oh, what if there's traffic? You're right on the bumper. It's like the way following distance works is it's relative is relative to speed. So if you're going 70, the following distance is going to be different than if you're going seven, you know? Yeah. When you're in traffic, you're going to be right in front of, you're going to be right behind the car that's in front of you. You know, if you're going faster, you need to have more distance. So, um, so we just got, we, so we get all the emails. I even get texts if yeah. someone like breaks hard or rolls through a stop sign. Yeah. And, uh, we got one, the we got one yesterday. Yep. Jared and I get an yeah. email. And he, he goes, he actually, sorry, before I did, so he was like, oh, no, oh, no. He goes, oh, no. I said, what? He goes, crash detected. Oh, no. And then, like, so I'm looking over his shoulder. I'm like, well, that's not the truck that's out on the road. Yeah. That truck's in the fucking yard. We got to. Somebody so what, hit it? We don't know because for some reason, the time that it said it got hit. Yeah. The truck was offloading. Like, they were off. The, tr- the engine was off and everything. So. We didn't get, it said it happened at 2.07. Yeah. We didn't get an alert till like 3.20. It was oh, fucking weird. That is strange. So weird. We're like, 2.07. I said, wait, wait, wait. It says 2.07. Yeah. He's like, what time is that? It says 3.24. <laughs> I had, like, uh, this is a problem because yeah. our emails went off and our taxes all went off at that time at 3.24. It was so weird. A while ago, we had a truck parked, turned off, and a guy backed into it and it triggered the motion alert for hard braking. I'm yeah, like, heartbreaking. Like this guy's not on the job. Like he's not driving, and it's because another truck hit his truck. <laughs> so it was, we- it was so weird because we couldn't figure out what happened. Because I'm like, that's been in the parking lot for yeah twenty minutes. Yeah, now it is. You know the camera thing. Like uh, to me, like do I want do you know in my position now would I want to have to put them in every single truck? No, because the company that I work for hires people that they trust and they're, you know, they're good dudes and like, they're not it's, doing it's, bad it's not shit while they're driving. doing bad shit though. You know that. Oh, I, well, that's yeah. what the drive cams are for. Yeah, right. But, but yeah, like as far as a dash cam, yeah. but you know, and, and then on the other end, it's, you know, if you're not doing anything wrong, what do you care if there's a camera on you? Cause that, the cameras that we install yeah. 
face the driver right. and the street. Yeah, yeah. So you get both. So it's like, if you're not texting and driving, what are you so worried about? Right. You know? I agree if, you know, if you're wearing your seatbelt, what are you worried about? I picked about, my you know? nose. Is that illegal? Yeah. <laughs> Only no. if you were texting. It's embarrassing, <laughs> but you know. If you text and pick your nose, yes. Yeah, now yeah. there's no hands on the wheel. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, now it's, uh, oh, all the technology is crazy. Now, speaking of technology, uh, what do you think of the autonomous trucks? Autonomous vehicles in general, what's your opinion? Uh, in general, I think they're bullshit. Yep. I think that they shouldn't be called autonomous because I don't think they're there yet for the most part. Yeah. You know, we are decades you know, away from saying, that. Yeah. Trucks that drive themselves? Yeah. Oh, I never heard them call that. Autonomous, yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Um, yep. For trucking, I think it's, I get where they're coming from. And I think for like over the road, long haul type stuff, maybe someday it might make sense. Yeah. But as far as like like my type of job and food service, like, you're never going to be able to replace that. Like, I think. Especially when you're doing the deliveries. Yeah, exactly. And I think again, way, way off for years and years, I think it would be a bad idea in even the next two decades, start putting fully loaded stuff, driving itself down the road. Yeah. You see the Tesla is wiping out pedestrians. Yeah. Never mind. Exactly. 100,000 pounds. Yeah. So with that place. said, I mean, you kind of feel the same way about passenger vehicle that yeah. is driving itself too. Yeah. I, I am wholly against it. Yep. I think the only way that would really work is if you had a dedicated lane where you put trucks Almost like a there. train track. Correct. Yeah. And they, they go to certain destinations and then from that destination, then you take it as a. Which surprise we've invented trains. I know. Mm, exactly. Oh, it's only been 200 yeah, years. Like, yeah. <laughs> now, what about uh, electric? What's your opinion on that? I think electric is kind of interesting. I think yeah. that, I mean, again, for trucks, I don't think it's there yet. Yeah. I don't think the range is there for, for most stuff. I mean, even in a day I drive yeah. more than, and I'm just going to Providence and back basically. But. You're doing more than the range of a, of a pedestrian exactly. Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> and then not only counting how much more electricity it would require to pull the weight. Exactly. I think, especially for trucks, I think it's, the technology is not there yet again. Yeah. More on board with it than I am like something autonomous. Yeah. And electric cars in general, I think they're starting to make some interesting stuff. Yeah. I think like, like the lightning is shitty as name as it is. I know they're ruining the name of the truck, but yeah. the truck itself stat wise looks really good. It, it is. And that's, I, I feel the same way as far as the autonomous stuff. I, I think it's bullshit and dangerous, but the electric stuff, even like a Tesla model three, I think is a great car. Compared yeah, to how I've heard, uh, I've heard great things, at least I don't have not experienced one that I've been in a couple in the range and like the range and the comfort of the car. I think it's all there. And like, even for somebody like I have a family member that drives to Boston every day, it's like a 45 to an hour commute. Um, you know, you plug the thing in at your house every night. You would never like the way that this family operates. They would never, ever, ever have to go to a public charger. Mm-hmm. They would come home, plug it in their garage every night. Good to go. And good to go. They would never, ever, ever have to go to a public charger. And it makes it like almost impossible. Like you could drive from here to Florida and put it in your map and it would tell you every charger on your route and it would cater your route to charging and it, and it doesn't let you overcharge it. The app on your phone doesn't let the battery fill up too much to weaken the battery. A a friend of mine uh, drove his Tesla to New Jersey. Oh, yep. It cost him $12. $12. fucking bucks. Yeah. (laughs) Crazy. Yeah, that car is a uh, Model X Plaid. Oh, so the fast one. Yeah, the very fast one. Wow, how do you know? I know the car. All right, take it easy. Yeah. It was in New Hampshire with us. Oh, right. Yeah. I said take it easy. 
And it has uh, the way they did the badges on it, though. They, they Tesla oh, often. Oh, right. He even brought, I forgot he even drove the fucking car there. Tesla often changes their badging um, as far as what they put for model numbers. Like there was all the number codes for a the while. Codes, yeah. And I didn't know any of them. But then like plaid for like a short time, it said the word plaid. And now it's a little rectangle that's literally plaid. <laughs> That's kind of cool. It's, it's like, like they spell one. They've gone to plaid. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's what the name of it's from too, which is hilarious. I love it. I love it. And, all of uh, and yeah, it's literally a little, little tiny square and it's just a plaid pattern. So it's like, if you know, you know, you know, and that's how it should be. Like, I, like, I, that's like, I hate the up badging. Oh, up badging <laughs> is the worst. Yeah. Like uh, the, there's the hilarious well, Facebook page. we've all page. had somebody with a GTI that wasn't a GTI. Like, let's be real. Or like, know? yeah, a GTI with an R badge or like a BMW 330 with an M3 badge on it. Or the, the, the three. Uh, oh yeah. The AMG ones are the worst. But yeah, there's, yeah. there's a Facebook page called a uh, up badge slut shaming. <laughs> and it's people just like posting pictures of, or like, you know, a Camaro with like uh, an SS badge on it. And it's like a V6 base model. Yeah, That kind of, kind of shit. It's the worst. It's the worst. On the other end of things, you ever seen uh, humble badging? No. It's the exact opposite. It's when you take an up badge thing and you down you de-badge badge it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So we did that in high school. So my friend had a, it was an Oldsmobile Woody wagon. Yep. It was like a 90 Woody wagon. And we put a rocket 350 in it <laughs> from the fucking cutlass. Yeah. yeah. And we would go to stoplights on the Ave and mm. blow the tires off. Had it hubcaps like it was ridiculous. Well, that's like it looked one, like the Griswold family wagon. One of like my ideas that I should have done years ago when I could have afforded one. I wanted a Mark IV R, and I hate the way the bumpers look on them. They're just I, I, I don't soft know soft and round. Yeah, they're just like too uh, aggressive and weird looking for the car, and they don't fit the body lines of a Mark IV. So I wanted to buy a Mark IV R and just put golf bumpers on it golf bumpers golf balances yep. like no gti parts whatsoever just make it look like a base two-door golf with but it would be an r yeah it'd be so cool and debadge it obviously why are all those wheels spinning there's so many wheels spinning out yeah. <laughs> um my wife's got a mark 7 gti yep and i put my from my old sport wagon i put the 16 inch steels on it because they had snow tires oh yeah I, I asked her do you want the hubcaps or do you want steel wheels and she said hubcaps so i put the hubcaps on it and instantly made like this weird golf GTI combo. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I think it was Brian Buckley actually was like, you could APR tune that debadge it and break all the hearts in the world. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. You were ruining that would people's be awesome. Day. Yeah. Yeah. Those, the Mark sevens, I feel like, uh, when we're off topic here, but that's okay. We can be off topic all we want. Um, we're I feel like on under and around the stairs, yeah, wherever we want to be. I feel like Mark sevens really, we're like such a pinnacle change. I feel like they're such good cars. Yeah, that's great. Uh, well, you have a Mark six now, right? Correct. Yeah. So going from that and then driving your wife's car, you, you enjoy the seven. I do. I think it's, so she's got the DSG. She doesn't have the manual. Yep. I think that car in DSG is like pinnacle. Yep. Like, I don't think I'd want that with a manual. Like my Mark six is a six speed. Yeah. And I love it. I don't think the Mark seven would be improved with a manual. I think that, the DSG is the right way to go with one of those things. I agree. I agree. Toby actually just bought, uh, he got a, a Mark seven R and he specifically bought a DSG. DSG. Uh, the performance it's, it's at the point now where the performance and drivability is better with the superior yeah, automatic. Absolutely. Um, you know, it sucks that when you tune it, now you have to tune the car and the transmission. It's like an extra step, but you know, it is, it's a better transmission. It really is. 
crazy. We're talking about how like for a while Volkswagen was never known for their automatics, but now like the DSG transmission that's in the, the newer stuff is actually better. Like people seek it out. Um, so yeah, that's our off topic segment for now. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, so with that said, we're talking about the food thing and like seeing weird shit. Have you, have you come across anything like crazy? Like as far as stuff you see on the road, you're up high. I mean, you, you yep. think about stuff you see down low in cars. You must see some crazy stuff. Most people texting. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be so annoying. I've seen once a dude had a phone on each thigh. Two phones. Two phones. I don't Uber know what he did to Ford. I don't know. Yep. Maybe, but he didn't have <laughs> badges. Yeah. Um, I don't know what he needed the pasty thighs for. I don't know why I needed to place the phones directly on them, but that's how he was set up driving. Look at the sun. <laughs> Just do something with the sun. But not nothing crazy. I judge people a lot for their car modification choices. Yeah. I'm in Providence a lot, so it's a lot of oh, yeah. poorly it's done a, Nissan sorry. Altimas. Yep. yep. A lot of crusty Altimas. A lot of Plasti Dip. Oh, man. Have you been by the hotel in Dartmouth on Route 6 where the guy has the chrome-wrapped car? Oh, I haven't seen oh, that. See a, I don't know about that one specifically, but I see every now and again a chrome wrapped car. <laughs> it's like a Nissan Murano, like a two door, a four door, like SUV. It's a convertible. No, no, no. Uh, it's a uh, too bad. No, no. Sorry, sorry, Chuck. It's not the the one with dunks, but it's. Have the, you seen those convertible SUVs? The Nissan Murano convertible. No, it's like the ugliest no, car for it me. It really is. <laughs> it's just disproportionate. But this guy has like the blacked out headlights, so like he can't see at night. Yeah. And the the wrap is that like straight up chromatic, like yeah, it's purple, red, Uh, whatever. Yeah, neochrome. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Sometimes you just question Uh, people. Can't buy taste. You can buy vinyl wrap, but you can't buy taste. Can't buy taste. (laughs) So as far as uh, you know, your career jump, you're pretty happy with it so far. Absolutely, I. I like what I'm doing. It's a huge point of pride for me. You know, I not that I want to go to work. No one wants to go to work, but I don't, yeah. I don't mind being at work. I don't mind doing what I'm doing. It makes the day go by quick every single day. Yeah. Are there any like routes that you just hate doing? Like it's places you hate delivering. I've only done a couple fall river excursions. Mm. It's never like a full day in fall river. It's like, go pick this up or go drop this off. And yeah, a lot of the roads there suck to the roads. Are, the roads are tight. There's tons and tons of traffic. There's a couple spots that I've been to that it's like, okay, it's not far off the highway. The roads are relatively wide. Yep. And there's area in the lot once you get there. But like I've had residentials in Fall River. Mm. I had to pick up once that was down this tiny, tiny road. You know, I made the horrible mistake of even turning down. I should have just. Yeah. Nope. But I was like, oh, it'll be fine once I get down there. I pulled on the street. There's cars on either side. I'm wiggling the wheel back and forth. Not trying (laughs) to take any mirrors off or anything like that. You know, get to the other side. That was going to be my next question. You haven't had any incidents like that yet, like where you get stuck. Not permanently stuck. I've yeah. never had to like call the authorities, if you will. Yeah. There again in Fall River, I was delivering to this like market or something. I don't know what it was. Yeah. But it was in kind of a tight neighborhood. Yep. And you know, I made one turn kind of okay. Maybe scrubbed and bent a sign a little bit. It's okay. It doesn't count. Um, no signs aren't real. And I'm making the turn onto the street. I can see <laughs> the place, except I can't make the turn. Because their van is in front of me. <laughs> and luckily, sometimes my paperwork has a phone number. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Thank God I was able to find this phone number. Hey, I'm trying to make a delivery to you guys, uh, but your van is in my way. Can you move it? Yeah. Our van? Yep. <laughs> it's ours? 
Uh-huh. Yeah. What's your name on it? It's lettered. Yeah, it says says the name of the building, right? On the side of the bin there. Yeah. Okay, yeah, someone can come out and move it. <laughs> Sitting there with my hazards on. Oh, yeah. Cars piling up. Ugh. Finally, this old dude saunders out, moves the van out of the way. So nothing like, nothing that you can't get out of. That's there's good. always There's always a way to get out of it. You know, you ask someone for help, you, you know, finagle things a bit. Yeah. You know, I've made mistakes a couple of times. You never rule of thumb. If you don't know what you're pulling into, don't pull in. Yeah. In. Yep. I've been a, made a couple of mistakes. You know, you, and you think I always look on Google maps and Google satellite. Oh yeah. That's a good idea. You know what the place looks like, but sometimes what it looks like on satellite isn't quite what it is when you get there. So you make a mistake, you pull in all you got to do. Hey, I got to back into the street. Can you stop traffic for me? And yeah. Everyone's nice. Everyone's helpful. Yep. So yeah, then it, sometimes you might start backing in and realize like, oh, well, I have to back up really far right now. <laughs> yeah, some I'd, I'd rather back up three times as far than, than risk nosing in. Oh, yeah, and then have to do a 50-point turn to get out yeah, or something. Yeah, sometimes it's yeah. a little tiny. You were talking about um, the trucks that were backed up Mount Washington oh, yeah. to oh, yeah. deliver the asphalt. Yeah. So they were, they were trapped. They were paving another section. You think you could do it? It wasn't a... Oh, yeah. it wasn't a I think so cabin tractor yeah tractor tree. still Ooh, a straight job like dump truck but five miles backwards up mount washington Ugh. that boy those it, boys took some balls even still shit. like if you're just off i a wouldn't little back bit, a car up it mount brings washington. your front yeah. end where you fucking don't want to be oh yeah so you gotta redo it and you gotta hug the other side like it's a bitch yeah there is no other side though no, i drove you have the one no side. no i know i mean like you come back you go forward and come back closer to the opposite. I right. drove a very small car up Mount Washington and it was scary. I cannot imagine driving a truck. There was a guy with a Raptor that was uh, either behind me or in Raptor? front of me. Really? Yeah. A Raptor pickup truck. And I mean, the roads are really narrow at the top of that pickup. Yeah. And um, like the tires were like hanging off the edge of the road in places. And it's like, that's just an <laughs> F-150 Raptor. And what happens when someone's coming the other way? Like, yeah, yeah. He go? had nowhere to go. Yeah. And I was just in my Mark II, and I'm like, this is sketchy as fuck. Like, I would never want to do that in a dump truck. Yeah, those guys have balls of steel. Or girls. Whoever, no judgment, whoever backed any of those trucks up, huge props. No one believes you now. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. You sexist animal. I know. (laughs) You want to look at some questions? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I actually got a lot of questions. 150 for Moritz? Yeah. Yeah. There's one thing I want to touch on, and it's fucking technology. And like we talked about with the the, uh, uh, the automatic trucks, not yep. automatic trucks, but self-driving vehicles. Why do they want to push commercially? Let's just say that. Why do they want to push jobs away from people? Saves like, money. Fuck that shit. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Then what do you want? Fucking millions of fucking homeless people? <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's crazy. Uh, and it's the same with grocery stores and the self-checkout shits. I fucking don't even want to use them. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to stop you there. Help me. I love self-checkout. Yeah, I, I, I self-checkout fucking love it. My wife loves it. I if prefer I to wait in fucking line. I worked in a grocery store. I checked people out. The less I have to bother the other people, the happier I yeah, am. Yeah, I just don't like talking to people in public. Exactly. That's I, like. I just, I want to buy my three I mean, things and walk out the door. If I have an actual grocery cart, like when I go grocery shopping, I, I check yeah. out. Yeah, I check yeah. Out. I just, but if I'm going through one thing, I'm not bothering that person. But so, then, you know, if you have a, a full cart though, Something isn't gonna scan right, and you're gonna start blinking. So, so <laughs> I, me, I'm a pro. It's not so much. I get the convenience. It's it's just 
the idea of jobs. it taking a job. It drives the, me fucking so nuts. The, so I think the thing is, they're not staffing people to take anyone through the checkout. So you're going to wait for fucking ever. Yeah, yeah. The lines lines I, know, I know, I get it. I get the whole ploy behind it because it's like you go to a, a fucking grocery store now and they got like 12 fucking self-checkouts. And then and you look at like 250 year old ladies and then they got other people yeah. at regular checkouts, other employees. And it's only like four or five. And it's like, well, it's, there's a grocery store near me, though, that doesn't even have self checkout yet. Good. And well, here's yeah, good, good, but bad because they have 15 checkout lanes and they only have people at one, two and three. All and right. then there's 10 empty ones. It's fucking bullshit. Well, that is bullshit, but they should staff better. But yeah. well, and then the other thing is you see all these things about like, oh, we can't find any staff. Oh, we can't find any staff. And then, you know, you, you on like the on like the town Facebook page, for instance, it's like all these people like, oh, yeah, my daughter applied there four times. They just never called them back. And it's like, is there really a staffing problem? And then at the other end of it, it's like a lot of the places that are losing people. It's like, are you losing people because you're not paying them enough? Like, yes. Yeah. I think yeah, that's yeah, a huge so. thing, yeah, too. Yeah. Almost everywhere. I think the inf- listen, they, yeah. you know, they fucking play the long game. They're yeah. like, oh, well, if I buy this fucking sixty thousand dollar register yeah. that people can scan themselves out, I don't have to pay that person in the long run. Like eventually after depending on who it is, three, four years, it's paid for. Well, and then you have to you. like, yeah, well, it's, it's not one person. It's 24 hours. So well, it's that's a yeah. year. Uh, you know, if you think about it. True. Less than a year. You just broke it's, me. It's. Three twenty thousand dollar year, but yeah, that's what's so screwed up right now. It's like the inflation is so rapid, yeah. Yet wages aren't increasing that rapidly, and I think there's a few, you know, you know, a small handful of companies are realizing, oh wow, I need to pay more, and like people are jumping ship and going to those places. Like yeah. there's a local coffee shop I recently saw an ad for. It's like a, it's a pretty successful place. They've got you know three or four locations, and they're paying baristas like twenty five bucks an hour. It's like, why the fuck are you going to bust your ass like in a warehouse or hauling pallets? Yeah, no, you're right. You can go like, right. make coffee for $25 yeah. an hour. And then when you walk out of that place, you don't have to think about it. You don't have to waste one ounce of your brain on that job. The second you walk out the door. We, 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 uh, me and my wife talked about this with the whole COVID thing and how everything's short staffed and yeah. how like where it's panning off and then everything's still short staffed. They're like, where did everybody go? Well, it, 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 both of us are like they fucking found better jobs. Yeah, like exactly, they actually found. Yeah. It's not that it's they not, fucking, people aren't sitting at home not yeah. working. They're working Everyone better jobs. Like yeah. Just, uh, yeah. oh, you don't want to go to work every day and get fucked over. Yeah. Oh gee, what yeah. happened? You know, or it's like companies that realize like, wow, like we can save a ton of money by getting rid of this giant office building and letting people work from home. And like, yeah. wow, we thought everybody was going to fuck off at home. Turns out people are pretty productive at home. Yeah, it turns out I can do all of the work in half the time. Yeah. And not be bothered with my coworkers that don't like yeah, it. Yeah, and right? it's like so. if uh, you know, and, and the other thing companies are seeing is like, you know, oh, the phone rang ten minutes after my shift is over. If I've been working from my home office all day, like yeah, maybe I'll work an extra hour. But you know, because at two o'clock when I was still working, I took my dog for a walk. You know, it's like stuff like that. It's <laughs> people are being more productive at home, yep. and they're saving money that way. And and people are going to go to companies like that. I think so. Yeah. It, it is I get, a weird. I got issues with technology. I I am all for for the in the, the medical field though. I think it oh is, yeah, has done awesome things. But as far as self sufficient bullshit, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, no, I can see that. I can yeah. see that. But I mean, like the even the 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 video conferencing for like working remotely that's been helpful. Mm. You don't like video conferencing. 
Uh, Tell me what you don't like about video. I can't see how that would Here's apply. Here's the deal, no man. He, so we're. Okay. Well, yeah, and you're in, in your line say, of work. It's not about line of work. It's about uh, so who we're umbrellaed through. Yeah. Right. They're like, oh, webinars. Oh, we're going to do this. This is going to be a live thing. Everyone join in. Great. Yeah. Uh, uh, a week after I do that. Yeah. Oh, this is available. If you missed it on the learning hub for blah, blah, blah. What the fuck? Just put it on the learning hub. Don't even fucking bother me with it. Hey, I don't know if you know what I fucking do and all the moving agencies. We're fucking busy. We don't get time to be like, hey, let me take 40 fucking minutes to hear fucking Karen fucking talk about how great and how excited we are for the fucking future. Yeah. Fuck you. Just fucking goddamn it. Just send it to us. We'll get to it in, I don't know, yeah. maybe winter. It's the Fuck. this entire this entire thing could have been summed up in one email. Like oh, that's the, seriously, uh, <laughs> but they're so proud of themselves because they're getting paid so much money to do stuff. When I went and to they the have conference, to do stuff, but I, like if you didn't, I've been if, priming them all day. I wasn't sure when the poll start was going to happen, and it's like, well, <laughs> you guys do all this stuff. But if you didn't do the stuff, we're doing this stuff because we have to increase productivity so that we can make more money to produce more of this stuff. When a few guys went away, I could have a nice, easy day and still make the money and wouldn't have to worry about any of the extra bullshit. Uh, uh, yep. Too much, man. I just yep. can't. <laughs> just We'll get to it. Yeah. All right, John, do some questions. Please, please, question, heart attack. Let's see here. Oh. The convertible Murano looks like a piece of shit. Oh, it's, it's the worst thing. thing what the fuck is that? They consider that an it's SUV hot. still? Uh, I, I think know. so. It's hot I would trash. call it, it's like a souped up Maxima. Let's cut the shit. It's a lifted Maxima. Yeah. Have you seen them on like donks, like 24s? Fuck. Uh, so you look that up. It's It'll change your life. I don't want to change it. In the wrong way. Such a bad Oh, it just came up. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see some cool donks actually, at least when you're working? Up. Not really. Yeah, no. that's, the one, right? again, that's, that's the one right there. That's the one right there. I'm or something. I'll be like, oh, look at that. Yeah. But can't stop. I can't take a picture. Yeah. Uh, actually, Jared asked, uh, how, how do you feel about autonomous trucks? So we covered that. Um, Del Boner, do the lot lizards exist or are they just lizard people at the center of the earth? I uh, don't have any experience at truck stops because I'm a short haul, but yep. I've seen enough TikToks about lot lizards to, <laughs> to believe. Yeah. Yeah. They, they do. Exist. Those TikTok videos pop up on my social media sometimes too. Yeah. They, they, they definitely exist. I think. Well, they're there. Yeah. Have you experienced any? No, but I wouldn't be mind being a lot lizard. I'm a filthy animal. <laughs> Actually, I'm sure all those guys would be happy. Story you about oh yeah, tell a story. W- women oh. drive, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a former boss of mine has a friend. Yep. Who happens to like the same sex? Okay. He when he wanted some, he would just go to one of the truck stops and just hang out. Huh. And just eventually, people show up. Someone, someone's going to show up who wants to have sex with you. Wow. At some point. One time he locked his keys in his car, I guess. This is all like, I'm like the fourth in line to hear the story. So it might be changed. Theoretically. I guess one time he locked his keys in his car, including his phone. And the the person he was meeting showed up. Yep. And he's like, oh, can you like, can I use your phone to call AAA? Yeah. He's just like, no. But like they ended up having sex anyways, but he still wouldn't let him use the phone. So he's still stuck with his keys and his phone and stuck in the car. Wait a minute. Oh wait a minute. God. Wait a minute. Let, you, let you have sex with them, but not use your so, phone. You would be dirty. Was, the negotiation wasn't even like, well, I will, but we got to fuck first. No, it was apparently a, even if it was, he still no. couldn't use the phone. Still, still couldn't, couldn't use, use the phone. phone. Wow. Wow. 
That is that wild. Is, that is some, yeah, that's some interesting stuff right there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, principles, principles. Yeah. I have crazy. my lines and I'll outcross my lines. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, Paul McGrath <laughs> just says piss jugs. Oh, so uh, you don't have to deal with that really either because you're just doing day trips. I don't really, but I do have to hold my pee a lot still. That's going to be so I awful. Do, before oh, I, I've, I, I could do, never I've do that. I've dropped a job and had to pee in a bucket. Like it has yeah. to happen sometimes. Uh, I'm like the worst. Even in I landscaping sometimes if you're oh, yeah. doing a job and there's not tree cover in someone's yard, like you're going to have to figure out yeah. something to do. Ugh. Mm. That would not be a good job for good me. Good point. I'm sorry about I didn't think about that with landscaping. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you can't find, you can't find trees or bushes or something, you got to yeah. bottle. Ugh. That's got to be hard work doing landscaping. It kind of sucks, but I also kind of liked it. Yeah. It was weird. I had a weird relationship with landscaping. Yeah, it's like a lot of manual labor but being outside all day is nice. Format, yeah. How how's it all boxed? You set it that way? Uh, uh you hit the see all button and then they all show up that way. And then you see them all. Oh, to to view the questions? Yeah, yeah. So instead of looking at them in the uh yeah, thing yeah. there, you click this. Yeah. And then you click activity oh, and then shit. you hit see all yep that all makes sense you take notes i don't do any of this shit you gotta, so, you you guys. <laughs> <laughs> they're learning all the all the stuff for when i'm not here i push the buttons over there you take care of the social enough. media i ran the board the i made sure it was recorded and both things showed up so, so we're yeah. good <laughs> yeah the, the first week you were gone, he's like, oh, I'll be good. It, it shows you right here. And then we're going to change. And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, oh no. I was like, I'm fucked now. I don't know what does. Yeah. I don't remember what the buttons do much. That's <laughs> I, was, I was looking for that earlier yeah. when I did that. <laughs> the Kyle noise. That's actually, that's Kyle uh, from, from Circle Jerks. Oh, yeah, now you, I can hear it. I don't remember what he was We, we need to find the Dan noise. Like, we have to get. No, not that. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. Not that one. The new oh, one. Oh, shit. That's amazing. Yeah. What a day. The new one with the kazoo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Make that one up. Yeah, oh, we'll make that God. one. You haven't heard it yet. I don't think so, no. It's a fucking incredible. Oh, my God. It's awesome. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll work he on that. He does sandstorm on the kazoo. Sandstorm. That's it's what incredible. it is. Oh. I stared at John for 10 minutes, and Trying I'm like, I, I don't even know. Oh. I'll just keep staring. I didn't know what it was called until they actually said it. Oh. I just, I know the song just from hearing it, but. So I'm going to skim, I'll, I'll name everybody here. So uh, thanks to uh, Jojo Mark to Tom McIntosh and, uh, oh, there's so more, there's so many more. Yeah. Oh, well, Moritz sent a lot of questions. Yes, he did. Uh, and thumbs forward all for sending in lot lizard questions. Yeah. Uh, we Beautiful. covered the lot lizards. Thank <laughs> you all for, um, these submissions German Blake uh, does anyone give you the arm up uh, and down for the horn I feel like that's a lost tradition with kids that's a such sometimes, a good question uh, sometimes I get it uh, mostly from children sometimes from grown adults yeah um, my truck doesn't really do have you have like air horns though I don't really have like an oh. air horn in the Volvo I have like a little button that's Oh, uh, okay. The Western star that I'm stuck in sometimes has a really nice air horn is it like a pole it's in the oh, center of the truck too that's nice. awesome so that do you do, do you oblige when people ask for it? Not normally, no. No, yeah. It, well, that's the other thing too. It's a it, it's a safety thing too. Technically, it's illegal to do. There's yeah. a law. Yeah, there's a law on it. Yeah, there's a law specifically to honk for fun. You can't do it. No, no fun. No, <laughs> there's no fun to be had. So that's good to know. You're breaking the law when you're asking trucks to honk. Uh, Pudva, best truck stop chain. That's a good question because regardless of driving a truck, you can have opinion on that. I think when I was traveling a lot, I was most partial to Loves. 
Loves. Yep. I think if I remember correctly. That's where my alternator failed my mark too on the way back from Georgia. Ah. But most parts. So love loves. hate. <laughs> yeah. No love, 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 love. Yeah. They were there for me with a safe space to put an alternator in. Well, my that's car. fair. Yep. That's fair. Yep. Yeah, and they they actually sell like a map of all the loves locations oh, in, in the U.S. Yeah, there's a couple guys at work that love loves. Like they will only stop there. It's pretty funny. So there's one question. One <laughs> yeah, question. Here. It, yeah. Where can you find the best lot lizards? That's from Jojo MK2. Yeah. First of all, it's not like a farmer's market of lot lizards hanging around. Yeah. Like, no, there's no. Are you listen, asking because you're listening to no yeah. There's no way any lot lizard is like, well, that bitch was high class. <laughs> <laughs> no one's taking a lot lizard out to dinner. So it's kind of a matter of you get what you get. And you, you get, get what you get. Exactly. And you yeah. take it down. It's like the <laughs> kindergarten <laughs> mantra. Making you fun. So if he's over the road and driving, there is no good one. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, sharing is caring at that point. Oh, this is actually a really good question. What, in your opinion, is the best route for somebody possibly looking to get into the industry? That's from dgringe13. So I would do your research about what locals, what, A, what your local R's are as far as going to school. Yep. For example, in Massachusetts, they changed the law recently you have to go to school to get your CDL before you could just get your permit on your own, get taught how to drive at a job or something, and then go take the test. Uh, now okay. you have to, you have no choice, but you have to go through the school. So I would say, do your research on that. Do your research search on what schools are in your area. Yep. You know, for example, at the time when I signed up, I only knew about two big schools. Yeah. And then I found out afterwards that there's even, lots of other, even ones. just in the area, there's dozens. Yep. So do your research about schools, pick ones that you think, you know, gonna fit the you. needs for you're yeah, looking exactly. for. Like what you're saying, like you had to work during the week, so you couldn't do yeah, day I classes. Picked, so you have to have something that accommodates exactly. your schedule so, if you're doing it. Yeah. And then just, you know, if it's, if you're still interested, go for it. Just sign up. You know, yep. most schools aren't super expensive. You know, I just put it all on my credit card. Honestly, that's how cheap yeah. it was. Yeah. And, and then just go from there. You know, yeah. most schools will at least teach you the basics on the industry, teach you how to drive. Yep. And until you get in, well, a, a follow up question from that same guy was big company that pays for schooling or paying out of pocket with no obligations afterwards. What would you prefer? I would say go on your own because if you go, the first company I worked for did that for some people. Yeah. They take a warehouse guy. If they wanted to drive, they'd send him to school. You're on the hook with them at yep. that point. They'll pay for you to go to school, but you're stuck with that company for two and a half years, five years, whatever they say, basically. Yeah. Or you have to pay them back for the schooling. You go on your own. You don't have to, anybody else to worry about. You just have to worry about your own debt. And it's reasonable enough money that you, you know, you felt comfortable financing it and you exactly. can pay it off yep. afterwards. I actually had initially planned to pay it with cash, but um, yeah. credit card is a more convenient way of paying. Yeah, exactly. And borrow good. somebody yeah. else's money. If you get yeah. a zero interest deal, you're good to go. You got uh, another one lined up? No, I'm just skimming. You, you go. So we got Mr. Moritz as usual. <laughs> Fucking flooded. Yep. Yeah. Flooded it with questions. Oh, yeah. How much use do CB radio still get? Uh, so I've never used a CB radio. Yeah. Um, I think over the road guys probably still use them. Yep. But for companies like Breaker I Breaker have, One Nine, the Bandit's coming in hot. Yeah. Yeah. Which they seem cool. Like I've always wanted. I wish I could even think of a CB handle for myself. Yeah. Um, but for most of the industry, it's not really used anymore. Cell phones have kind of taken over. Yeah. The most convenient way to get to someone. Cell phones, and like you said, you have the tablet bringing yeah, my, your dispatch. My tablet stuff has in. a messaging thing on it, so we. I can send my text. I can send text to you know dispatch, safety, corporate. Like, and send out. Oh, that's I need great. To talk to someone. I can get in touch with someone. I think his question was probably more about 
when you're on the road and you see other truckers that may not work for you as far as like traffic updates or GPS stuff. Yeah. That probably they don't even have CVs now, in those like, trucks no, that you're driving. Don't no. even have a CV in my no. truck. So it's funny that when I was like 16, uh, there was like, not that cell phones didn't exist, but like when I was 16 and you know, Mark two, I'm sure like people that were 16 did not have cell phones. No. Uh, like, uh, you know, six, no, like my stepdad had a cell phone for like emergencies for his job. And it was like a big deal. Like I had like a pager when I was like, like 15 a minute. I'm not going to lie. Talk. I had a CV in my car at one time. I did well, too. That's yeah. what I was yeah. getting at. Yeah. So me and like three of my nerdy friends yeah. in Bridgewater, we all had CBs yeah. yep. and like anywhere in town we could talk yeah. and it was sick. Like I had a magnetic CB antenna on the, on the trunk of my Oldsmobile Color Supreme. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we all had CB radios. There was three of us. And it was like pretty much anywhere in Bridgewater we were in range. Yeah, they yeah. have a range of, of a good few miles. Yeah. The best is if you turn on like the channels and just listen. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was great The would here would be amazing. Yep. I'm going to just say this about Morris right now. Oh, I don't know if he had a future thought that he wanted to be a truck driver. But there is way too many questions here. No, he well, he, he deals with long haul guys. He always takes pictures of trucks. Like he's. he's but you could say that is about him with any guest we've ever had because he sends in about thirty he questions. Does. He does, and we do appreciate it. Yeah, but now that I met him in person, I'm gonna shit on him. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he gets for wearing sweatpants on the show. Oh, here's a good question, downtown dub. Why are there no running Mark twos in your life? Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. I'm trying. He's working on it. I'm trying to get the green car back together. I'm just trying to have something to bring to shows. It's not going to be fun. It's going to have a the eight valve I drove across the country and that has like three hundred something thousand miles on it. That's fun it's, in its own way, though. It's it means a lot to to myself and I don't know well the buddies that I was with when I did it, but yeah, you know that well, that motor specifically it's kind of special. So I'm trying to have that thing back together. To if I can get to Wolfscart, I'll be happy. Yep. And then the GLI is in a storage unit. That's Unfortunately, off the table until I can afford a garage again. Yeah. Oh, well, that's good. Base shave is almost, holes are almost plugged. Yep. And then you got the things sitting there for when you're ready for it. Absolutely. Uh, he also said, congrats on getting married. Thank you. Uh, and Moritz said, congrats, John and Cassie. Thank you very much. Uh, let's see. Hey, Ben, just wanted to say, I hope all is well. Congrats on the new CDL. Steve from Nestle. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. Um, that's funny. I uh, I think we have common friends. Yeah. There. Yeah. I know him from a while ago. That's funny. Uh, well, that's yeah, he, uh, that's from Steve. He and I did the same job in different branches when I worked there. Yep. So yep. one. Oh, yeah. So his brother is a, uh, a guy I've known for a long time. His older brother. He actually delivered water to my work for a long time. Oh, really? Yeah. Sorry. You're fine. I'm just, I'm, I'm patiently waiting. I'm good. There's nothing exciting here. Oh, go. Any favorite trucker movies? Oh, Convoy. 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 Absolutely. Oh my God. I love that movie. So Morris put down any, uh, Duel the Hitcher. I don't, I don't know any, I don't know. I've never even heard of Convoy. The Hitcher is a horror movie. <laughs> I feel like he's making it up. I've no, heard I, of I, Duel. I haven't seen it, but, but Convoy is awesome. I'd Over the top. I mean, are you doing the curls while you're driving <laughs> Sylvester Stallone for the, it's an arm wrestling movie, but he drove a truck. <laughs> oh, here's a good one. Biggest pet peeve while driving. Uh, people got to respect trucks in general. Yep. Um, the stop line is there for a reason, and it's so I can make right turns. Oh, yes, Bullshit. yes, yes. <laughs> so there's, there's different driving habits I've noticed regarding people and relationships with trucks in different areas. Yep. Rhode Island. 
people are terrified of them to the point where even if they're not in the way, if you're making a turn and they see you, they will try desperately to get out of the way. Yeah. But they will also pass you on the right like nobody's business. <laughs> in Rhode Island. In Rhode Island. Wow. Um, I so also, my pet peeve with that is why are you in the middle lane if you're doing 50? Not you specifically, but you're a truck. There's room in the right lane all the way over. If you're going to do 50, the left lane's plugged. Like The way I look at that there. is I wouldn't want to be in the right lane because I wouldn't want people cutting me off coming on on-ramps. It's, um, there's like different, you know, like teaching idiosms about like how to- What lane right? you should be in. Yeah, and one of the small factors of one of those is path of least resistance. Yep. So you don't want to be in the right lane if people are going to be coming off and off too much because that's- resistance yeah so people are going to be cutting you off to catch an exit or sl- flying in front of you all the time yeah i love people cut in front of me and jam on the brakes yeah uh, so you want to be in the middle lane yeah because that's the easiest lane but also massive island you can't really be in the left lane and in, in almost all highways any three yeah any three lane here yeah any three lane and so you can't move over further than that so and not and also about not being in the left lane the, the not being in the middle lane the middle lane is technically the passing lane for trucks because they can't go to the far lane. Yeah. So again, if you're going 50 in the left lane, yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah. I'll, I stay to the right unless I'm hauling. Yeah. yeah. My thing in, I'll watch in Providence. So I'm going in the morning and I feel bad for these guys. Like these guys are leaving room for themselves, you know, the, oh, yeah. the trucks cutting in front. And oh my God, the, the, just the, all oh, of the traffic travesty yeah. of the people pulling in front of them. It's like, <laughs> yeah. they're leaving room for a reason. Stop cutting them off. Like, come on. Yeah, a lot of people do that all the time. Another big one that actually happened to me today, which doesn't happen super frequently, but when you're setting out to back into somewhere off the street, you put my hazards on, swing in, yeah. swing back out, set up my trailer so it starts turning the second I go in reverse. Generally, people are really nice. Once they see you with the hazards and the... Yeah, they see that you're trying to do something. at least kind of stop. This dude today coming from in front of me sees me swing, sees me swing out, sees an Ultima sized space behind my trailer. It just goes for it. <laughs> oh no. It's always it's like, an Ultima. I was already in motion. I'm yelling is, out my window. Why are people so fucking impatient? I don't understand it. Mm. Fuck. You work from home. You have nowhere to go. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Starbucks oh, is going to be open in 20 yeah. fucking minutes. Just wait a second. <laughs> you pre-order. Christ. Just pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. Now, even, uh, even with, my pickup truck that I drive every day. I always, when I, I go to a, a, the Dunkin' Donuts at the rotary in Middleborough, that's right near my house. And, um, I always back into spaces there. Cause it's like, I have to do like a four point turn to get out of that parking yeah. lot. And sometimes I take a swing to back into a space and somebody comes flying up the ramp into the parking lot and drives straight into the space. I'm about to back into. It's like, I'm literally in reverse maneuvering into yeah, a space already in motion. Yeah. And they fly right directly into the space you're backing into. It's like, how much of an asshole do you have to be? And I always think about that when I'm driving my little truck, like, and then I see like dudes in like box trucks pulling into this parking lot. I'm like, man, that must suck sometimes. Ugh, I, I would get so frustrated. I have a lot of respect for what you do because this is crazy to me. There's a lot of yelling. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You seem like a pretty, a uh, there's a lot of yelling. So, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. You seem like a, Pretty even keel, calm dude. So here's the thing: I, <laughs> I get when the windows so are closed, so you're yelling mad, into the dashboard. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not mad. It's like one of those things where, like, I start yelling and screaming and swearing my head off. Yeah. I'm not actually that mad. Yeah, it's, it's in the sh- moment. It's in the moment. Yeah. I'm yelling and screaming, and then I'll back in and be like, "Hey, how's it going?" Yeah, like, I don't get. 
You're not going to let it ruin your day. Exactly. Do you know you're a douchebag? Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I get, I get mad, but I don't get mad at the same time. Yeah. I guess you know how to like, let it go. Absolutely. And yeah. you have to, you, in this type of work, you have to let it roll off your shoulders. You can't let it get to you too much. You know, there's days where this week was crazy because of the end of the month and the Monday holiday. Yep. My tablet's pinging nonstop with pickups, pickups, pickups. And yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah, it's stressful, but like, yeah, I'm going to go home at the end of the day regardless. Yeah. Yeah. When, I'm not going to work probably more than 12 hours because everywhere that I pick up closes. Yeah. At like four or five o'clock. So at that point, you're going to go home at the end exactly. of the day. Yep. That's uh, a good way to look at it. And it's important that you can have that ability because I have a tough time letting things go and I'm mad about things personally. I think Mark does too. <laughs> um, what? No, no, I'm like in the moment, but it's okay, I feel like Mark has like, a very, a, like a very visceral reaction to things. And then just, lets but then it, it just yeah, goes away. I, I usually, yeah. well, that's do. how yeah. you get, you got to get the poison yeah. out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That makes sense. You had a, you had a couple questions, right? Um, no, uh, (laughs) yeah, I got one good question. I think this is good. Yeah. This is kind of from last week. Call back to Um, last week. Call back to last week. Is it true that Ryan, first of all, the way he, the way he typed this out is just, just stupid. (laughs) He fucked up more. It's you got to be cleaner if you want us to read shit. Yeah. Is it true that Ryan's call handle is Oh, his call <laughs> his handle. call handle like a CV call handle. <laughs> is it true that Ryan's call handle is a bussy? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, hate you, So I re- I read this three probably five times myself. I'm like, why just got how it did now. he fuck this up? Yeah. Every, every other question he's asked been like pretty clean. Turns but, out he didn't fuck it up at all. No, he, he didn't. didn't. I fucked it up. Yeah. He nailed I gave it, him fact. shit for nothing. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm not so gonna apologize. Last week's episode when I was traveling. Um, <laughs> There was three guests. It was Mark's cousin, Mark's friend, Eric, and their other friend, Tyrone. And it was an online dating episode about like all the the Tinder stuff and everything. And Eric um, explained in the gay community, the term bussy. I've heard it, but I don't know what it means. Yeah. Well, you know, I thought it was. Women have pussies and. Boys got pussies. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Yeah. It's a back door. I thought it was I like I could have come to that on my own if I yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. a second. I, I was looking at it like if I had never heard it until then, but it's like if I just heard the word that day and nobody told me what it meant, I'd be like, pussy, is that like a banging pussy? Yeah. It's like <laughs> that pussy is nope. bussing. <laughs> it's a bussy. No. No, but it's not. It's not at all. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Turns out we're all wrong. And Eric Eric taught us a lot that Eric God the, <sighs> the vocabulary of us. He's unbelievable. Was Eric was also on like a month ago. Eric's also uh, a drag queen. So he's taught us a lot in the past month. Wow. He's a very valuable member of the team. He is. He is. <laughs> yeah. I've learned a lot from him that I didn't uh-huh. think I needed to know. I still don't know if I need to know, <laughs> but I know you now. You do want to know. But don't know how yeah. I lived without it. Comes it. Up, then yeah. you, you'd like, do you want to know? Like, yeah. Now I want to know. Yeah. I don't, but I have to. Yeah. So now I know. So I got one. I got one quick thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is an irrelevance to anything other than Memorial Day. Okay. So here's my deal. So does everyone understand Memorial Day around this table? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I, I feel I'd, like, yes, I'd but say maybe so. no. My problem is people saying happy Memorial Day. It's not a happy holiday. Correct. Thank you yes. very much. Thank you very it's much. Like why are there cookouts? It drives and sales me and... fucking crazy. 
Yeah. And celebrate like Veterans Day, like celebrating everybody that yeah. celebrates every military person. So I know yeah. veterans who get mad when they say happy Memorial Day because you're a veteran. Yeah. Like I'm not dead. Yeah. Why are you so, saying happy Memorial Day to me? Yeah. Yeah. And why it. should you ever that's say that? I'm like happy. Day. There's nothing yeah. fucking happy about it. These people died in the line of duty or whatever. However, but you I'm as guilty it. as the next person. Yeah, I, I know. I'm sure I said you know, it before, but absolutely. I don't. I, it just—it's like so many people this weekend were like, "Oh, happy Memorial Day!" I'm like, "I'm like, do you want me to ruin your day?" Because <laughs> let me break it down for you. Yeah. Those people that you're happy about right now, you weren't happy when you realized what's going on. Yeah, like that's my thing. Like I know. Well, I think the thing that. is, like a lot of people say that didn't have anyone that actually was directly. Well, that's it too, right? I get you know, that. Like, and then people are like, "Oh, exactly." I think oh, well, like, what about so and so and so and so? I'm like, "Well, one, um, they didn't die in the war, yeah. and that's called Veterans Day." And not only that, if uh, all right, maybe you didn't have a family member that's directly affected that you understand what Memorial Day is. You're able to celebrate anything, and you're able to have a day off because these people. We're in the military and fought for your right to That's exist it. in right. this country. Yeah. yeah. The whole happy moon all day oh, yeah. fucking burns me, man. Yeah. No, I get that. I totally agree. It is. It is pretty fucked up. I mean, I do. I mean, no, I don't forget it. I'm a liar. No. Nope. <laughs> You're not even going there. No, I was going to say, like, I kind of understand why people like say it because they're ignorant, but. I, it do, I'm not, that's given. It doesn't take I'm much. Not, no. I, if somebody is completely ignorant to it, which I'm sure there probably are a bunch. If someone said to me and I'm like, are you really happy it's Memorial Day? And they said, well, what do you mean? Fuck you. Get away from me. Just get the fuck away from me. Yeah. Because if I have to break it down and you're an adult. But what if you legitimately moron. don't know? What the fuck? How do you not know? <laughs> How do you not know? What does the word memorial mean? True. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Right. Right. I'm, I'm trying to give. I'm trying to give people the benefit of the doubt. Why are you I doing mean, that? Yeah. Why? The only people that are allowed the benefit of the doubt are like young children. No, but Ben just made the most perfect point. What is the meaning of memorial? And if right. you don't know the meaning of oh, memorial, then oh, you got yeah. a problem. Christ. We got yeah. a bigger problem, and all right, fair enough. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Drives me crazy. Yeah, no, that's a great, that's a great, great point. And, it, and, it is and probably, hey, who knows? Maybe I'd be an ignorant person if I didn't have family members that were in the military. And, yeah. and oh, they didn't die. Yeah. And I know the difference. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know, but it fucking drives me crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, full pause with that kind of stuff that, you know, a lot, a lot of wacky stuff people do and say that they don't really realize. But, you know, that what it comes down to. You, I mean, you this have, is years, though. This isn't like, yeah. this isn't like, oh, it's National Dog Day. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, well, what makes it that? Of course. Everyone, no one fucking knows. You just said it. Yeah. This actually has goddamn meaning. Yep. It's National Donut Day. Well, fucking fabulous. Put put one of those right in my mouth because <laughs> I love donuts. Yeah. But it's just all, all the other shit. Like, these are things that have been just. First of all, they're taught in school. This isn't like, yeah. Well, maybe not now, but they were. Yeah, it's nothing new. Huh. No, I get that. Fuck, it drives me crazy. I understand because it's like the worst one out of all of them. Yeah, yeah, true. Happy Memorial Day. Mm, well, <laughs> I'm actually more sad and pissed now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but thanks for bringing it up. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm like, questioning everything. Fuck. Ugh. Do we have any more questions we want to hit? Did you have any other highlights? Highlights and the questions. Um, let's see. Oh, here's uh, has there been a resurgence of people uh, 
wanting you to honk the horn. It's a, it's a, a resurgence. Are you seeing more of that lately? Not really. No. Okay. Well, that's from TDs. I just like to ask TDs questions because he's a great contributor as well. He's like very, Lawrence. He, yeah. is, he is. I think a question would be, is there uh, a surge of people getting their CDLs because that's a not Corona contact kind of job where you just kind of drive the truck and show up and maybe drop some stuff off that. And you're hearing about the shortages of like supply chain issues. So Let me right. tell you more and more people get, I can tell it. you right now for um, the Mayflower side of things. Yeah. Uh, they're down 250 drivers from last year. Wow. Right. That's fucking crazy. So yeah, that's a lot. I, and I know there's a lot. Uh, I feel like there's a lot now, even locally or even over the road guys. So I think actually here's a question. Um, actually, Jared was talking about he's, what as a driver, what when you approach, when you apply for a job, what do you what's your what are you looking for? I obviously pay. We don't have to get numbers specific, but as far as benefits and things like that, like what do you what as a driver, what are you looking for from a company? So honestly, benefits and stuff aside, because you'd be looking for that for any job. What I was looking for when I was leaving food service was schedule, reasonable pay. You know, I'm not, I'm new. I'm not expecting a million bucks. I'm just, yeah. I'm looking for less than the bottom because I know, you know, I've only, I haven't been doing this long, but clearly I have a knack for it. Yeah. So I'm looking for something less than the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Looking for a consistent schedule, looking for, you know, somewhere that's, you know, relatively pleasant to work. When I was applying for jobs, you know, a lot of places were hiring, but they'd call me, oh, what are you looking for? You know, looking to work days. You yeah. Know, you want to go home every night. Looking to work, looking to go home every night, that type of stuff. And then be like, oh, well, I've got dedicated. I can get you home on the weekends or I got over the road. I can get you home once a month. Well, that's not what I want. Yeah. Oh, you want to work overnights? Don't want to work overnights. Yeah. So, you know, with tracking specifically, it was mostly scheduled because it's, something that you could do 24 hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Makes sense. It does make sense. Sure. Well, thanks a bunch for coming in, man. Yeah, it was thanks uh, for having me. This is great. We, uh, we should do this again sometime. We can talk about other stuff besides trucking. Yeah. You got my number. So yeah, man. No, we really appreciate it. We have a, a couple of few years in, in the, yeah, see, the, road the stories yeah, exactly. can get better. Come. Yeah, yeah. The, the stories can get better. Yeah. We'll get more I, I know, and more Mike stories. Fala, he's seen some just shit and like, oh, yeah. And and just tragedy shit like oh yeah I've seen like even that. just yeah. doing local stuff I've yeah. seen a bunch of rollovers yeah it's, it's never yeah. fun to see even being on the road not a trucker but like just being on the road in general yeah like yeah. that's the thing it's not being a trucker it's you're on the road so much more frequently so there's so much more the odds increase stuff. yeah exactly yeah well we uh, wish you the best of luck with your newer career and uh, we look forward to hearing more exciting stories when we revisit sure. this appreciate it uh, thanks everybody for listening and uh, we'll see you next week.